Hello, welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through the love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. I'm <sighs> That sounded grosser than I thought it was going to. I thought it was going to sound calming and like, ooh, a sip of a hot beverage, but it just... Yeah, I'm Matt. Eastside. <sighs> yeah, no, it didn't sound good on your end either. <laughs> that, was a, that was a big gulp. And not from 7-Eleven. Yeah, that was a BG. Yeah. That was a BG for sure. Yeah. and uh, That was a BSG. <laughs> It's a big stinking gulp if I haven't seen one. <laughs> sure. Oh, you and Doe BSG. I don't fucking know what that is. That's what we used to call Becky St. George. <laughs> oh, yeah. She hates when trees she fall. Hate... Yeah. So it goes out to you. <laughs> Shout out. Um, yeah. Married to Chris Becky Saint goes George. After her too. Be- or him too. Becky St. George sounds like the name of like the first female member of the, the Mean Street Pop. <laughs> Yeah, I, I remember really Becky St. George. I remember Becky St. George being very, very kind. She was, she was a nice, she was a nice gal. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I turned into Tyler for a <laughs> yeah. ah, She was a real nice gal. <laughs> anyway, wrestling. Yeah, we're a professional wrestling podcast on the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. Check out the other shows. I think there's more than us. And um, kick ass and chew bubblegum. My new podcast, more than us. <laughs> But it's it's definitely like a, a spiritual sort of um, exploration podcast <laughs> slash uh, fan Ex- like fan fiction about this is us. <laughs> I would I would Mixed check out the first among episode. Us. This is Among Us. It's a really weird crossover that only hits a certain group of people. But fuck, it's a little it's a little sus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just fucking. It's just fucking. It's just fucking. I don't remember who's in This Is Us, so I can't say anything. I was thinking about Parenthood. That's the one with Lauren Graham. Oh, Young Sheldon. I want to talk about the Hurt Business. Why the fuck did they break up? Because Vince wanted them to. I like how just everybody, universally, fans, people backstage, of course, the people in the Hurt Business, MVP most of all, just like, fuck this. Why did you do that? Dave Batista. Dave Batista. (laughs) Yeah, it's awful. I mean... What a, what a, what a, it's like basically the go home week. I know we got one more, but like smack, I mean, WrestleMania is basically starting with SmackDown next week. We don't have, we're we're out of time to build. Why would you fucking break up the Hurt Business right now? We're getting Baron Corbin though. Oh, it's okay. I, that made me like 100% (laughs) certain of like, so obviously this whole thing is in service of Drew getting a in front of fans WrestleMania moment. Of course. Right. And I want that for him. Um, they realized. Wait, people like Bobby Lashley. People like the Hurt Business. Let people really like Shelton and, and Cedric because they're just good in the ring. Maybe this will get some heel heat, and you know who is a guaranteed heel heat is Baron. So like they don't. It's like copy paste. Yeah, yeah. They, I think. Basically, I think Vince got the Roman Reigns baby face getting booty yips about yeah, right. this whole angle. And it's honestly, just like, that all makes sense, but it's just like, it it's shitty. It's like, it's you can shitty. build the story with like Shelton and Cedric, like, like Bobby always having the one up on him just because like he has to worry about 
Shelton and Cedric. Or you can even just send him to the back and Bobby's just like destroying Drew and Drew has to find it within himself to hit that next gear. Like that's such an easy, like if he wants to talk, talk like booking like against like Hulk Hogan. That was his big baby face. Always brought up the monsters for him. Yeah. Just like, like he just gets this destroyed is like following, up into a mania. This is following the Hogan formula of somehow losing the belt, you know? Or, like, somehow a heel randomly getting the belt out of nowhere. Just, like, right before WrestleMania for Hogan to then take it off. Yeah. Like, this is the Sergeant Slaughter-like formula. Yeah. Oh, that's a great way to put it. It is. And it's, like, it'd be so much easier if he's not sending, like, sending, like going to, like, the locker room and be like, hey, you guys aren't on TV. Like, like you're just burying your one performers. Like, you're making Bobby look like an idiot. Like, you're making Drew uh-huh. just, like, also look like an idiot. Like, everybody come fight me. Well, it's just that, and there's this whole, like, as much as WWE wants us to like things or dislike things or push those things, there are certain things that just happen that the things that everyone gets behind are the things that happen just super organically. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, like, these, this group of, like, four guys form this faction of, like, successful, suave, cool guys, like, specifically dudes who are, you know, generally handled poorly. If you're going to, if Vince McMahon has his hand of like, I'm going to have a, a faction of black men. It, it's like, oh no, don't give him the reins. <laughs> you have something that organically happened of just like, these guys are cool and they're that's successful that's and they're like badass. They're cool. And, uh, but then to then Vince McMahon be like, eh, fuck that. Like it just completely disregards this organic cool mm, thing I, that happened. It's just like the it's, most Vince McMahon shit. Like to, to, to Zach's point though, it's, it's like they are cool. And it's like they don't want to get the Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar like treatment where people just It just shows how singly how single focused Vince McMahon is when he's like, "Well, this is what I want. I don't give a shit about this actually genuinely cool thing that's happening here. They, uh, I'm just I just want what I want." Well, I know what they really should have done and could have done and they do this every single year is when all the feuds turn off during Survivor Series because they're fighting the other brand. Just You just turn them off. You just separate them from Bobby. Like, Bobby is gonna is focusing on his title fight, so Cedric and Shelton just doing their own thing. They're still the Hurt business, mm-hmm. but it's just like they're just separated on the card and on the show because Bobby is just super focused on his title fight. And call yeah. it like his title fight. He's in camp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And... I, I actually I I didn't get a chance to to read all of it, but I like started reading it, and um, there's a really good Cage Side Seats article from a, a black writer, like saying basically like this is proof that we still can't like black people still can't have nice things in wrestling. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like. Yeah. I mean, it it just seems like something can be thrown away at, at the whim of of this old ass fucking dude. Uh, mm. So yeah, and it's just there's no there's no faith in that sort of ability to to put together a, you know, I don't, yeah, exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Even like, I mean, it's awesome that Bobby is in this spot. Like he finally got this world title and stuff and like, he deserves it. Like, absolutely. But then you see, like, it really seems like he's being used just to set up Drew getting this WrestleMania moment. Mm -hmm. And like, even that kind of sucks. Like he's the third black WWE champion ever. Jesus. And he's a, he's a transitional heel. champion. like, is it a big deal, Drew winning it from Bobby when everyone knows that's what's going to happen in front of fans? 
Yeah, right. I I think that's sort of like, the, the him the way I feel about all of WrestleMania. It's just like why are you last minute throw yeah. Him winning it from Brock was a big deal. Mm-hmm. And so like this is not as big of a deal because Bobby doesn't have the legacy that Brock had. So it's like no. it's almost like I don't know. It just doesn't seem well, as really, cool. They haven't been they haven't been building it, a real story between Drew and and Bobby really. Mm-mm. I mean like so much of the focus, at least around the conversation of what's going on, is what they did to the Hurt Business. So it's not like you don't have people being like, all right, man, I'm fucking teed up. I'm at the edge of my seat waiting to see what happens with Bobby and fucking Drew. No, no, no. It's just like, oh, great. WWE sucks. Bobby Lashley's going to get fucking railroaded for like, they're going to, you know, you can't fabricate a real, genuine, heartfelt moment. Yeah. <laughs> so well, it, yes, I can, God damn it. And we, I can pipe in a crowd noise. I don't care if there's people there. And we know it's going to be a feel good year. Like, oh, yeah. Like, I don't think, yeah. I think Roman is losing the title, which is wild. That's uh, um, wow, it, really? Yeah, because it's, it's a feel good year. All the good guys are going to win. Even more so than like last year. Yeah. My gosh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, unless Vince is like, <laughs> which I don't want all the good guys to win. So, yeah. Man, I don't care. <laughs> I just want good stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same. Like if if the stories are good, I I have I don't care. He'll face whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the 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 one for the SmackDown title. Like even though that just happened at the. Like fast lane, like, like the build from like getting Daniel Bryan involved, the like edge turning heel. I like those developments. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. This one just seems very like, I don't know. It just seems like they're missing the mark, and it's going to end up hurting everything unless Bobby goes over and then Brock Lesnar comes back to challenge him. Yeah, and then we get the, yeah that fight. Yeah, because that's and a fight. You I can even see. you can even bring Drew into that a little bit because Drew kind of still has has the one up on Brock. Like, and so if you want to keep Drew involved and maybe even have Drew win the title back eventually, like he, he has that, like they all have one up on each other. Kind of like Brock inherently has a one up on Bobby because you say like Bobby hasn't like ever challenged Brock and Brock, Brock is a title unto himself. Like even if he doesn't have a title, like he's like the undertaker. Um, I mean, literally, he took the Undertaker's streak from him by beating him. Um, and, like, also, Brock was, like, UFC champ. Bobby was in Bellator, and just, you know, everyone, like, the just, you know, perception is Bellator isn't as good as UFC. Yeah. So, like, it's there's, there's true. all... It's true and, as well. But, you know, like, that... All three of them have something on each other. And weren't they in WWE around the same time? Like, didn't they start around the same time? Bobby came like right as like like Brock had just left. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Bobby was there like mid two thousands because he was ECW. Yeah, uh, lost the title to Vince. <laughs> Vince said the N- Vince said the N word. Um, and then, wait, that was this? Uh, no, 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 he didn't. Look, just go try to find it on people. <laughs> wait, so wait, he did that more than once. Or was that just that time with with the Booker T thing? That was that was the same that's instance. He, that's when Vince was ECW champion. Okay, okay, okay. He was wearing a do rag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's fine. <laughs> um, should we talk about one of the greatest promos that's ever happened? Go for it, uh, Matt Riddle. Forgetting what his words. 
So uh, apparently, like, <laughs> there's always like, a bunch of like rumor and innuendo. Uh, so apparently, they like the kind of consensus was that is a pre-tape. And they just thought it was funny what happened because he like forgot his stuff, and so they're like, "We're just gonna go with it." Oh, really? <laughs> it was great. Like, it was perfect. Like, that's the best they've booked Matt Riddle as far as promo wise since he came up to the main roster. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, I was like, "Don't forget about the fish rhymes." I also just like when anyone references that there is an actual camera backstage. Oh yeah, like. <laughs> Because like so many backstage segments just seem like void of any like self awareness, so it's fun that uh you know just like I fucked up. I'd say that the tagline for WWE in general could be lack self awareness. <laughs> oh so. yes. yeah, it's like, uh, I don't know why I was gonna ask if any of you watched TNA back then. Yeah, <laughs> that when that, they had the six sided ring. I was a big TNA uh, guy I mean, actually. Yes. Um, if they had the six sided ring, they used to I have these really weird like promos where it's like a camera was just like catching people and it was just like really strange uh-huh. and it's so, shot documentary style it it's like it was really interesting and cool and then they just kind of they ruined it by like sound like almost acknowledging it in a way mm. like they they I think that you could have acknowledged it like you would acknowledge it like documentary film crew if it was there but like they started doing the thing where they only acknowledged it when it like served the storyline but then the camera would do like Things that would make no sense if a cameraman was actually there and like people knew that. Yeah, so, uh, they they ruined their own cool thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I think that I won't be surprised if we see Matt Riddle or sorry, Riddle. Oh yeah, um, Riddle. Forget more stuff. Um, also, um, I think Bruce and fucking Vince have to love him because apparently, like. We're talking about the. I was, Jen and I were talking about this. How Vince like almost likes people who get heat, and are just like really weird. And it's like yeah. that's Matt Riddle in a fucking nutshell. He gets heat like as far as like in the back. Like he doesn't care. He's very business mindset. He's like, I want to do this. Like I want my money. I want my spot. I don't care who I step on. I want to get my shit in. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and it's like Shawn Michaels back in the day, except probably less pills, more weed. <laughs> <laughs> but also, he, Vince loves weird people. Mm-hmm. He's like. This guy's fucking weird. And Bruce is just and, fucking there like, I'm going to tell you about how I got my dick hard. <laughs> and all, and I I guarantee Richard has smoked with Riddle. Yeah, you're probably like, right. Richard fucking loves weed. So I know. Um, it does seem like the, the characters that Vince McMahon does seem to love the most are the ones that like... A fifth grader could be like, I get it. Yeah, which is, which is so yeah. weird that EC3 is gone. <laughs> It's kind of that's true, huh? But so, I, I, maybe some people just rub him the wrong way. It seems like literally, if you talk to him before he's had his fucking steak at lunch, <laughs> he's a different he's a different entity upon himself. I mean, I am too. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah, but I don't, I'm not throwing people's is... careers away when I'm angry. True. Uh, EC three is also like universally regarded as a weird fucking dude, like backstage in, in real life. I could just see like. Him and Vince not vibing, like they're then, like different weird energies. But then somehow, like mm. Bo Dallas, like every like every once in a while, like catering, like Vince would just walk by probably and be like, "Any crazy, <sighs> any crazy news, news lately? <laughs> Got any lizards to talk to me about?" Or Vince like goes and just like to pop himself, like walks over and like just mentions something about like, <laughs> yeah, right. Other billionaires were talking and uh, 
you know. Don't you think it's weird that when you step down, sometimes you don't hear the same thud? <laughs> I was talking with some of the billionaires, Bo. <laughs> and then Bo's just like, this is why you bring me here, isn't it? He's like, yes. <laughs> That's why he doesn't uh, hire like, him. He doesn't want him to know, all, like, let go all the secrets. Right? Just one day at catering, he blows up like, where did my baby's blood go? <laughs> I love, like, how the world right now, if they all got together, we would have just a super villain group of, like, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, and Vince McMahon. Just, like, being oh, I'd watch that reality <laughs> rich show, as hell, trying to take over the world. Hide things. Dude, the show is just called the show is just called Rich as Hell, <laughs> and it's just a bunch of fucking evil ass billionaires doing billionaire shit. You, you, you did just like it's like. Meanwhile, at the te- at the Legion of Doom, yeah. like from Super <laughs> yeah, Friends. exactly. Yeah. But that and it shows like Shal is Shalcon is that Tony's dad? Oh uh, yeah, Shad like Shadircon Shadcon Shadcon Yeah, mm. Shadcon. Um, comic-con uh tony's dad uh and vince just hanging out in the legion of doom going ah, isn't it funny they think we're in yeah. i just fucking kiss yeah it's just a billionaire like it's just all drugs and like permit like just fucking like fucking absolute hedonism mm-hmm. i love you and you've made me a better man <laughs> Ooh, now eat steak off my body <laughs> Um, let's watch our son let's fight talk on about Twitter. can we talk can we talk about crispy fried fiend yeah. no what happened please, no. what do you do, um, what do, you I do? Don't, you, i'm gonna hang back on this because i'm so say. sick of the fiend i was ready to defend the fiend always i even thought the braun Strowman swamp match was a fun time i thought it was fun i i can't get behind whatever's happening right now i can't i like ring i like the i it's just I don't know. It, everyone, it's it's like they're all just the hardest working people at like the shit factory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like they are all putting in their absolute hardest work, but like at the end of the day, you're still working in a shit factory and you're still just producing shit. Mm-hmm. Well, it, yeah, like, it feels like maybe they hit on something once. Yeah, you know, maybe like the the. Orton spewing up like the black blood thing, um, you know Vince whatever was like that's awesome. Let's just do that every <laughs> week and not expand on the story at all. Like let's just do the same shit over and over and over to hype up this match. It's like stop. It sucks now. Apparently Alexa Bliss might get her own mask though, and I could I could be into seeing what that looks like. That's cool. That'd be tight. I'd be into seeing what the mask would look like. I'm sure the mask will be cool, and I I'm sure. It'd be like, oh, maybe it'll do something cool with this now. But then week two, yeah, right. It'll just be the same shit in a match. Yeah, which sucks because like, I honestly think, like, character wise, this is like, like Alexa Bliss is putting in work this, on this, and like, it really is cool. This is the work that I've seen her do in this is some of my favorite of hers. Again, uh-huh. mm-hmm. again, like, I think everyone in this feud is doing a great job. The feud is bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it doesn't matter, like, how hard you work or how much, like, you know, the kind of effort you put in or, you know, if it's just not good. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what their Mania match is because the last Randy Fiend match, I loved. And so 
it might be yeah, they gotta top themselves. It might be good again, even though the feud's bad. The matches are good with Bray Wyatt, who is not good. He's fine, and Randy Orton, who we've talked ad nauseum about, he's he's mm-hmm. a great hand. I, it's gonna be cinematic. I I feel I feel like that's pretty. I feel pretty solid about that. It's gonna be cinematic, and I hope there's just a cool twist or something in there. Yeah, but because right because right now leading into it, it's just like I don't fucking care. I. I was actually thinking about it this week and I was like, I was trying to think because I like Bray Wyatt, mm-hmm. you know, like I, and I think it's obvious that he has a really great mind for this and he, the ideas he comes up with, I think are too good for WWE because there's no chance. Like look at every time he's had a feud that ends up disappointing or like a time. In all of them. <laughs> All exactly all of them. Mm-hmm. They almost all start really cool and really strong, and then I think they get they, they jump WWE the gets their hand. Yeah, they they all jump the shark. Mm-hmm. They he like he needs someone who understands like how to keep these things from getting stale, like leading his career, mm-hmm. and he's never had that in his career Dude, ever. Yeah. And I was thinking like. What could get us back to some the that beginning point again, you know? And I think basically I think that Bray Wyatt, the man, has to defeat the fiend and then no more spooky shit for Bray. <laughs> he has to become a, a normal person. Like yeah. it's literally the only thing left for him. Is like and I'm not saying Firefly Funhouse is Bray normal guy. I'm saying like hey, even that's that a, he's Wyndham is, Rotunda. <laughs> Hey, everybody, it's me, Big Win. Dude, Big Win Rotunda? I'd fucking root for him. (laughs) I, like, fuck it. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, I I would do, like, I would be down one once again to see where things can go if they reboot him. Yeah. They, like, it's so disappointing, like, how many times... They've jumped the shark with him. It really now. just feels like maybe Bray Wyatt should get out of the wrestling business and just start writing like actual fucking TV shows or something. Because he be the he next has Rob cool... Zombie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or I think also like I understand he has like he's like a fucking like, great mind. Everybody says like what a genius he is. Maybe he also needs to learn, especially when it comes knowing the medium that he is in restraint on some of these things <laughs> yeah that's true yeah maybe not run full force with every idea yeah he, he needs an editor like yeah I, there's like you know speaking at, as as a person with a a college writing degree um there are people who are absolutely great at throwing every like at finding cool ideas but they need you know editing to like mm-hmm. rein it in like you see it all the time in like my like fiction workshops and stuff like it's like oh you have 10 cool ideas here let's like like maybe do one of them <laughs> and like i was thinking about like what if Bray like bray white got daniel bryan to be in charge of his creative for a year i was literally just thinking that i was like because we're about to have the super we're probably about to have a shake-up right at post post mania yeah and post so get shake up Get the yeah the post coitus shakeup, uh. So get the two of them on the same brand, yeah, and then have Daniel Bryan. I was thinking the exact same thing. Yeah, if like, I, like, I feel like he could like able to put like all like million of his crazy ideas into wrestling and, and just have someone filter like, filter it. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. mm. it's a really weird comparison, 
but it's like Vince Russo when he had Vince. Yeah, bro. Filtering his ideas. So like, even though there was shitty ones that got through, at least we didn't get the really bad ones, which then you saw in WCW. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And like, yeah, at that point he had Vince as a filter. He had like Pat Patterson, Bruce Pritchard, like all these people who, (laughs) like, who they all have their issues, but they get wrestling. So they were able to take like, this person who wasn't from wrestling really and didn't care about wrestling psychology or storylines and so was able to pitch these ideas that weren't the like the stuff we'd all seen before but then someone is able to take those ideas and filter it through like a wrestling lens and make it actually work mm-hmm. and it was perfect Anything? Oh, bro! They don't want wrestling. They want entertainment. They bro. want. They want Jesus Christ. They want also, Jesus Christ and entertainment. They want girls shaking their asses. Yeah, they want bro. The raw underground. Right. Some people Shane? say I killed the business, bro, but I brought butts to the seats. Um, I watched those documentaries that Zach told me about last week uh, about his. Uh, I think it's Road to Glory or something. Um. Oh my God! Yes. So. The heels won in both of the the DVDs. Is this the Christian, that came re- out. Is this yeah. Christian wrestling so promotion? The devil won in both of the Christian promotions that came out. And uh, on one of them, AJ Styles came out and preached. He wasn't oh. before he was a wrestler. Wow. Uh, what year was it? He, was he started. I'd say he started like he was in WCW. Like in 2001. Oh, he was a wrestler. He just didn't wrestle on these shows. Oh, okay, okay, Good okay. Lord. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, <laughs> but yeah, those are extremely interesting, especially for like <laughs> the messaging is not good. It's not. It, it's weird. It's fucking wild. Uh, Vince Russo's insane. Um, anything else Bro, I've on? I just know entertainment, <laughs> and the heels won because we we're supposed to run most shows, but the network and. That fuck Hulk Hogan. They ruined everything. <laughs> and you're never going to see that big, bold son of a bitch again. <laughs> One thing I will say, the devil, devil will always win when the devil's little Nas X. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or when the devil wears Prada. Ooh, yeah, interesting. Was, mm. This is, I mean, and we're speaking the best time possible for saying that the devil has won because we're between Good Friday and Easter right yeah. now. Yeah. So. Ooh, right, that's true. Right now, right now. However many years ago it was, they said 2000 for a lot of years, so it's more than that at this point. The devil's trying to beat up Jesus Christ, and Jesus Uh-oh. Jesus might be stronger. Maybe this year the devil will overcome. Yeah, dude. They're going to try to crucify him, but he's going to freak on him, dude. <laughs> Every time they spit in his face. Well, freak on him, dude. <laughs> uh, What else happened on Raw? I don't know. Uh, there was 10 minutes of women's programming. Ooh. There was 10 minutes in a three-hour show. Ooh. Of, uh, the AEW fans won saying that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, I'll say it about them, too. I'll say it about them, too. No, it's, uh, it, it was re- it's really strange, especially because it's like they just condensed the feuds into like one feud. <laughs> they did. Mm-hmm. Like across the shows on it, which is really strange. Except then SmackDown yesterday was also really strange. Yeah. I will say, though, like... One of the things um, that is cool is like I like the confidence Rhea Ripley already has. Mm-hmm. Like he like didn't skip a beat. Like when she like came over and then like has been 
like really started the run in NXT after coming from UK. Sometimes you could see like a little bit of hesitation, a little bit like I'm still trying to get my feet under me. But then like when she won the title and then even though the, the run was disappointing, like when she came up like during the Survivor Series shit and then um, just like when she challenged Charlotte, like, even like for this like last like year and a half, just like the confidence has been growing. And then like this move to like getting like another marquee match at Mania didn't skip a beat. Like seems confident as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. very sure mm-hmm. of who the real Ripley character is and who she is. And it, it it just even though it just was kind of thrown together, it helps that out a lot because like okay, she's there just to win the title. She's there to be a badass and like be like, yeah, I'm new here and I'm going straight for the top. And it's not just like uh, something shitty, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think, the, I mean, those are the big things coming out of Raw, uh, was the Hurt Business breaking up, RIP, uh, and then the... Drew beat Ricochet and Mustafa Ali. Yeah, yeah. I, I I will say, at least it got him on TV, as far as, like, Trevor. Um, yeah. He could mm-hmm. bump like a fucking maniac. Also, I love it. That flip he did out of that belly-to-belly was yeah. wild, like, because he was, like, parallel to the ground when he started his flip. And like got it all the way around somehow. I feel like stuff like this, like when you go out there and you do your job for events like that, and you try to make sure like what he wants to do is going to be good. I I wouldn't be surprised if like you get like a feud for like the U.S. title like in the summer of like Ricochet and uh, Mustafa Ali because they went out there and like you're a good soldier, you did your job, and here's your prize. And then I like like, like, you again. Like they get a run for like a, a month or two, and then like they go back down. It's like the Zack Ryder thing. Like they will fucking shit on him, and he, but he went out there smiling, wooing, and fucking <laughs> woo woo every now and then. Vince's like, "Thank you, Zack." Like that's not my real name. Shut up, Zack. I just I just hope I'm a couple train noises away from a big push. <laughs> toot toot. God damn it! Ah, I'm not excited for that shit. <laughs> I am. It's gonna be so stupid. I ran over Jackson Rocker like a big boy train. Maybe, maybe my dad will love me if I put over this big guy. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, um, in that match, Jackson Riker botched a double axe handle off the second rope. <laughs> that's that's impressive, <laughs> right? Like, I want to stand here and say I could nail that. I haven't been you in could. that position. I haven't been in that position. But Jackson Riker, so it, really it's, I believe he should be able to do his goddamn job. I, I forgot who it was. I think it was like Kevin Steen and somebody else back in the day like on a podcast. We we're talking about wrestling school. And it's like they were like, you know, like you go in there being such a big fan, like you know already, like you know, you understand the mechanics of how like a sunset flip works. Mm-hmm. You know how these things work. Mm-hmm. And it's like, just from being such a big fan, I'm like, I see that, I'm like, I get it. Yeah, I I could stand on this office chair, which spins, so that's already a degree more difficult than the second rope. Dangerous. Um, And double axe handle my computer right now. <laughs> fucking do it, dude. Take your dad's office fucking out. Out. Oh, oh, oh. Like, it is literally, I can't, I can't think of an easier thing to do. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna try I mean, to get a clap started to see if we can get it to happen. I mean, yeah, the the I mean, it was yeah, exactly. It was the it was the fucking uh, um, now I'm blanking on the name. Jokes ruined. Ready to rumble. King, king, king him. David Arquette. Just just an axe handle. Oh. No, the guy who played uh, the fucking 
king. The king? Um, Something Oliver wow. something. Triple Oliver H- Platt. Triple H? Oliver Platt. Oliver Platt could do it. Oliver Platt. We got there. Oliver Platt could do it. <laughs> Jackson. Um, um, anything else happen on Raw? I, I, fuck no. All right. Let's, um, let's talk about... Smackdown. Yeah. Um, Seth Rollins. Ooh, yes. Okay, you're right. I... Suits. So... I, I, I will say that I... I thought his suit was very flashy, nice. Yes. Uh, Corey Graves had a better one. Yes, though. Corey Graves looked it was, better. It was a little more fitted, just a touch more fitted. Yeah. <laughs> um, Corey they, looks like uh, he's been wearing suits a lot longer than Seth. <laughs> yeah. Also, I, I, I just, I love Big Tony. So. Yeah. I don't watch SmackDown very often. I will admit. So I don't have the like overexposure. I love Seth Rollins. <laughs> As a uh, heel, he just came back. Yeah, and honestly, it's it, it was a very needed break. But as yeah. as a like as a babyface, he is the one of the most boring, almost as boring as Roman as a babyface. Mm-hmm. And as a heel, he's just more. He's so much more fun. He's so much more loose. Oh yeah. He's just like he's just like like I like that he's just a normal guy now. Like the Messiah is kind of dead. Um. It's just like a cocky guy in nice suits. And I love um, that he's it's the Ric Flair thing. Like he's he's really cocky, but he's terrified of Cesaro, but he tries not to say he is. That's kinda I, I I I um I think the reason why he's way better as a heel too, Brady and I were talking about this while playing some NBA two K twenty one, um, is that Sponsor he's us. Very, he's very grating anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, as a yeah. Just like and Sammy, so, like, as a baby face, you're just like, Ugh. I do wish that this because it's like, yeah, this is Cesaro's like what? It's his first one on one singles, yeah. match at WrestleMania. I just wish it. I wish I kind of wish the whole feud wasn't centered around. You swung me around a lot. <laughs> and he's like, I'm gonna swing you around again. I don't. I don't hate it. I'm excited. I just wish it was a. I wish you're, it was a little you're more going like that because that that was the move that got him over initially. Yeah, and I'm excited know, to but, see Cesaro and Seth Rollins have a WrestleMania match because I mean I'm sure they wrestled a million times in their younger days. Oh yeah, it's just gonna and be a lot of like spinning. Great friends, and I think that Seth is gonna just sell the fuck out for. Yeah, him. like I think Seth is like <laughs> at a point where he's putting people over, and Cesaro is gonna like maybe finally get the shot he's deserved for a very and, long time. And what makes me think that is like to, the case is that Michael Cole brings it up mm-hmm. like every single week since like the build a Royal rumble when they started kind of building Cesaro, mm-hmm. like talking about, it's like everybody said he's had all the tools, but like now he's finally hitting his stride. Like everybody said like he was underrated, but like he's finally proving everybody wrong now. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's like, Vince saying, say this, because this is the narrative we want to say is that Vince was right back then. He didn't have it, but now he's doing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm, exactly. He listened he listened to that and like that like that's such like in Vince's mindset. It's like, yeah, this is how we do it. I said this mm-hmm. years ago and now we'll mm-hmm. make it so I was right, but now he's doing all the things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I it'll be a great match. It's gonna be one of those like you know workhorse fucking matches. Mm-hmm. Be a good time. So Logan I didn't... Paul. God. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love Sami Zayn, and it's coming to a point where it's like this isn't Sami Zayn's choice. I don't think Sami Zayn likes Logan Paul. 
If I had to guess, I would say that Logan Paul represents certain things that Sami Zayn has been adamantly against. And, like, I mean, Sami's talked on podcasts a lot how, like, he has to just do his job. And, I, I mean, for one, that's a great way to give heel heat is throw Logan Paul into the mix. Um, I'll say, though, I liked their chemistry together. <laughs> I thought Logan Paul seemed, like, subdued, which is the only, I think, option for him. <laughs> it's just, like... Don't make a big stir right now, dude. Yeah. People don't fucking like you and or your brother. But um, As the thing I, about Sami Zayn, this is a quote that he just uh, like he just said. I, he's, I think he is way actually probably like way more aware of certain things mm-hmm. and like is very honest with himself. And he just talked about like. Like he said, like, this is a quote from him. He's like, I would love to divest completely from every industry and every person I thought was garbage. Mm-hmm. But then you can't do it. We're too like mesh in the society and we're too as i said earlier interdependent on one another that invariably whether you like it or not as long as you're part of this society you have to recognize that your money is coming from somewhere that is probably that probably has a little dirt on it and it's gonna going to somewhere that by the time it's done it's gonna have a little blunt on it like he's very aware yeah. like you know what like i have my beliefs and i'll try to make sure i live by these but like my surroundings everything else is just so intertwined with the shit yeah yeah that there's no fucking other way around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he understands that. And I think that's why, like, first off, his character work, who would have fucking thought? Who would have mm. fucking thought, like, he would have been, like, this great of a fucking heel? Yeah. And yeah. It's, like, so, I mean, actually, probably everybody that knew him <laughs> knew, knew how it was annoying he was. But, yeah. who, like, as a fan, who, you see this, you're like, wow. Who would have thought that this guy who got famous by not talking, like... Talking in like really broken Spanish. Yeah. Like, and he's this. Also, I really love the story with Kevin. I love that it's, it's not Kevin like hating Sammy. It's Kevin being like, God, shut the fuck up. I'm going to beat some sense into you. You're being annoying. (laughs) It's like you're going down a hole that is dangerous for you. And if you can't see that, I'm going to have to beat it out of you. Yeah. He just, it's kind of Kevin pushing Logan Paul like, Get out of the way was really funny. Yeah, yeah we're, we're definitely get Logan Paul's getting stunned at WrestleMania. Oh. That'll be fine with me. Yeah. I I I I enjoy like the small story that is there because like those two have so much history, blah 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 blah. But like this time it's just like I've known you for so long, Sammy. You're going crazy. Chill the fuck out. Shut the fuck up. What did you think? Uh, what did you think of of Sami Zayn's uh documentary trailer? Um awesome. it said nothing. <laughs> I love it, I, and I, I hope loved there's it. an actual one. Like a, oh. I heard, I, I saw, when I was looking it up today, I saw that there's a, a, it looks like there's a plan to release a full documentary. Hell yeah. Yeah, fuck but, it. If that's what's going to be on the fucking Big Cock Network, I'm in. I love, <laughs> I love a, a mockumentary <laughs> WWE. I like all, like, the red lines between the different refs. Like, he's, like, plotting, you know, he, he's figuring it all out. Yeah. But what I really hope, best case scenario comes out of this is Sami Zayn does, like, you know, work, uncover an actual conspiracy within WWE, and then just like maybe just put it, just like actually find something, and then there's some canon uh, change that that just happens with the company. Yeah, no, and then just imagine though, like a Sami Zayn character going to the next level, it is justified mm-hmm. in like finding out one thing. Like, yeah, just mm-hmm. imagine how fucking far, like where everyone kind of has that. to be like. I guess you're right. Oh my god! <laughs> I like that. I love that. I loved the flat Earth. 
that's been brought up a few times. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe. We probably shouldn't bring that up here, right? Maybe we should. Right? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. 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 Yeah. I like, yeah. That doesn't have anything to do with this, right? <laughs> right? Um, um, I didn't, I, I didn't catch Edge's uh, promo, but apparently he fucking knocked it out of the park. He's mad at Danny for inserting himself. He just wants which, to kiss yeah. Roman by himself, and Daniel which wants to is, be there, too. Which is how it's been. You know, the last few weeks, but apparently, you know, he, uh, from everything I've seen, he really justified himself in, in why he's being a big baby about this. I'm sorry to say, yeah. Adam. Yeah, he's just like, I I earned it. Daniel Bryan didn't earn it. He just figured out a way to do it. He's like, now, he weasel. now I'm really rated R. I'm rated R. He little weasel. I'm going to have sex I, in the I, ring with them. I, I, the thing is that I like about that is that the irony of the, like, his name was always the ultimate opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and so exactly. That's what makes it so good. Also, like, that's, that's what like, I, to me. That's what I was like, saying. Driving me crazy it, about so it. Great. Um, are his eyes just so big that when he's looking at the camera, they look crossed? Or does he have a lazy eye? Or. I got a little bit of that Shawn Michaels. Yeah, it's going into business for itself. You know, you know yeah. what I'm looking at, right? I'm look, actually looking at a picture of it right now. What I think it is, is I think he has one of those more pronounced eyebrow lines. Okay. He does. Okay. And so and so when he's talking and getting in there, it produces more of a shadow yeah, yeah. that draws the eyes inwards. Yeah. It does give you a thing that he's looking a little cross-eyed. Yeah. But I think it's just the shadow. Okay. Okay. I thought he was just being cross-eyed, like, for some it's reason. Like, oh, no, he's really unhinged now. <laughs> His character is just like he, he just starts coming out looking more disheveled. Like, <laughs> um, this goes. I like a heel edge. Yeah. So. Oh, of course. This goes back to me not watching a lot of uh, SmackDown. Natalia rolled up Shayna Baszler, and that upsets me <laughs> because apparently, and, this and, was, and then they won the Rumble. This is a sequence of clusterfucky mess. It seems like that happened. Yeah, because and it. it, it uh, Bianca Belair, uh, fucking Carmella, like random fight. Yeah, I don't get yeah. that. Like, this is yeah. it's because I, I think else, it's because Reginald it, was involved with the Sasha thing. I don't well, know. Well, then, I don't know. Then uh, Carmella took a resume from Billy Kay. Tight. So she now has a tag team. You know. So then they can be in the tag team fucking fight. Man, I love the tag team division when they took the first champions and split them up. The the, the, the only the whole thing is, the only actual women's tag team like the first champions were Bailey and Sasha. Well, the first rightful champions, the Iconics, Bailey um, and Sasha, the Iconics. They like they were one of the only teams actually packaged as a tag team. Like and the Riot Squad. That's true. Them too, and uh, the the raw version of the Riot Squad. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's like those fire and desire. All the ones now desire. are all thrown together, and it's stupid. Exactly. It well, that's it's 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 hard to even talk about like in in a way that because they're clearly not taking it seriously. Yeah, they're, they're throwing together a like what a uh, are they throwing together like a tag battle royal or something? Yeah. on night one to see who wins on night. Who gets no, that's I think is that two. on the pre-show too. It, it the be. SmackDown it so, episode. I really, they I don't give a fuck. Okay, so you you guys understand? You are talking about the ta- tag team division 
in WWE. Yes. Where Vince McMahon has not liked to t- like, has not been fans of tag team wrestling forever. Sure, but you, at least you're and, not getting things like that. The match between Natalia and fucking Shayna Baszler was under 40 seconds. Yeah, no, it's I, just I like it's like, like they're thrown together tag team stuff. Like you, you understand that like they've been throwing together tag teams just forever. Like that's just like what they do there. But usually around other, they, oh, yeah, like but, but then you get things that develop like the bar. Or something. The new day. It's like they, you gotta like, give you gotta give th- things room to breathe. They'll like throw something together and then on a whim just throw a different thing together. You know that Eddie With, Guerrero and Tajiri once were tag champs, right? Tight. <laughs> yeah, one of their first match as a team. Yeah. No, for sure, for sure. It's, but, it's just like that, that's just what they do, and it's like that's like I try not to think about that because I like some tag team wrestling. I like it when they have matching gear. And like, I did too. Uh, well, a cool move set that like complements each other. A lot of them, but at the same time, I, I guess I'm just don't, I don't expect anything. Yeah, so it's not like I'm happy with it at all. I'm just not disappointed because I knew what to. Expect. I did like some of the matching gear. Like, is it Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose on a team? Yeah, their matching gear was tight. Fucking Her blonde yeah. hair. Fucking Britney Spears at the uh, when she wore the jean suit. Um. Lana and uh, Naomi were matching. <laughs> They're matching. Natalia and uh, Tamina have matching uh, gear, and they yeah. do that cool and move the, that Brett did. The heart attack. Yeah, and I only know that because commentary said Royal, it. They won the Royal Rumble there. I love when they have like they're going to have like multi person matches, and so like it breaks down into like a random like finisher spam so, like, people like run in hit some moves then they get hit with moves mm-hmm. and then like the heels like whoever's not gonna win stands tall mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah but, uh yeah whole whole mess heck of a mess um and then the the bianca uh ver- like there was bianca versus carmella yeah was that thing uh and then that whole everything sort of just devolved into bianca and sasha just staring at each other and then pointing at the sign cool yep that's wrestlemania that season yeah. Um, Apollo Crews and Big E are going to have a Nigerian drum fight in something that could be really cool or really bad if they overdo it. The second I heard that, I was like Punjabi prison. <laughs> they're gonna, they're just gonna over the top do it. I, I'm, I'm <gasps> really getting very nervous about where this Nigerian thing is going. The, where it's like, oh, so it's just gonna be a, a to- like a, <laughs> it's not gonna be a, a point of pride for Apollo. More of just like. He's the Nigerian guy now. Yeah, the way he... It, it, d- it all depends on how the execution of the match is. Yeah. The, I have zero faith that it's going to be anything. The way he described it is the drumming is the beating of flesh. So that makes... It might just be like an unsanctioned match. I think like that's a, what it is. I really don't want there to be a bunch of um, African-American men banging drums around the ring. Yeah, I think maybe it'll just be like more of like a, it's like a a way to label like a, a like a no DQ match. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe I in my head I was picturing there's just going to be a bunch of people in all kinds of garb going like bum 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 bum, which I think is cool. It's it's tense. I love a good drum. I'm not saying that. I just yeah, wrestle drums. Yeah, I'm just saying. I you know we were excited <gasps> all of us on. about I will, this. I thing. will say that a uh, a gimmick match is like you need one now to blow it off just because how long this feud gone on. <laughs> yeah, like it needs to have like something besides just the regular. That's match. true, especially I, I, with the the finish. The maybe maybe but Nick I, Cannon will come out, and it'll be like drumline. Oh wow, mm. that'd be cool. They just yeah like secretly like Big E and 
uh, Apollo have been like practicing their like snare sticking <laughs> techniques. <laughs> and they're just, just gonna come out and do this badass fucking like snare drum battle. Oh man, I would honestly That'd be, be sick. Like, I mean, I would I would I would be happy if they crowned a champion based on that. <laughs> but um I Biggie playing Tom Sawyer. <laughs> my initial picture when he's when when I, when I heard that Nigerian drum battle or, or whatnot, uh that it was gonna be like a symphony of destruction, but just with a bunch of fucking like like conga drums. <gasps> maybe which I hope is also maybe they'll the play case. a round of Donkey Conga. Ooh, on, on, the, on no. the, the fucking GameCube. <laughs> yeah. Also, I had a thought while watching Godzilla that it was just if Donkey Kong and Bowser ever fought. Burn, fucking burned him. <laughs> got him, dude. Got Godzilla. <laughs> fucking got little Bowser ass boy. <laughs> um, and then, ooh, Brian versus uh, Jay Uso. But it was tight. I yeah. enjoyed it. Like, Roman Reigns is going to be an actor, and he's going to be a Keanu Reeves face actor. Because the way he was reacting, it's an underrated thing in in acting. And it's it's reacting. Like, people, people don't realize that reactors are great actors. And so... The way he was reacting to this match was great. Like he was like smiling when Daniel Bryan was getting beat up, and then he got so concerned when Jey Uso was losing. And like, yeah, he's he's great. I love Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns forever. That's what I gotta say. He does a, he does a very good job of being very like very like um, strategically present. Yeah, in yeah, the yeah. Moment. Like he's he's very much like. Mm. Yeah, he's reacting very well. He's like, okay, things are going according to plan, you know, or whatnot. He's, yes. it, yeah, he has Ooh. a presence. Yeah, and Paul there just looking like a little slime ball behind him. I love it. Fucking Paul. Oh, my God. He that, just that, is that's like, another person who has the best reaction. Yeah. Oh, Even yeah. when you know he's, like, not the focal point on screen, you see him in the background. And, like, the way he acts, and we talked about this on, on the fast lane. It's like, think about your children! Think about your family! He, he reacts like, that's like... not the main thing, but like, <laughs> that little, like, sprinkling on top. Yeah, well, he reacts in ways almost that are, like, meant for, like, still images. Where it's just like, oh, Brian's got uh, fucking Roman in the yes lock, and then you just have Paul back there like... You know? That is how he entered the wrestling business was as a photographer. <laughs> exactly, he knows he knows a good photo op, and he knows like I, I genuinely think that make that's one of the things that makes him great. Even he knows how he looks. Is um, it's wild how manipulative he was. Because <laughs> he manipulated Dusty Rhodes, letting him sitting in in booking meetings. Because he like complimented his, like said that he wasn't the best. Like, I just want to learn from the best. And he's like, and he's like, and he's like, no, he that guy can't book. Come and fit in, watch me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> he uh. <laughs> I hope they. I hope Peacock takes on those uh, documentaries because that's where I watched that Paul Heyman one. It was very fucking good. Ooh, ooh, it's a good one. Yeah, I, I love this feud. I'm very excited for this Mania match. I don't. It's like, like yeah, I think Roman's gonna lose, but I don't know what's gonna happen. Like, I don't know if Brian's mm. gonna get it. I don't know if Edge is gonna get it. It makes sense for Edge to get it, but you know, it could be Brian. And then it could be, or Roman could retain, and then it's Edge and Brian having a little feud, which would be tight. Go like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like there's so many things that could happen. Because also, then, like, where would Ro- like I think like where does Roman go after this? But also, if there's a superstar shakeup, like moving him over to 
Um, Raw could be cool. Yeah. Or also, random thought. You know, we're, we talk about Brock coming in to, char- to challenge Bobby. Mm-hmm. Oh, Brock coming in as a baby face to Roman. Of course, that's yeah. that's what makes sense. And like Paul Heyman has to make that choice, and he chooses Roman. Mm-hmm. And like they have the big match at wow. like yeah. let's say like at SummerSlam, and Roman beats him, and like but like steadily beats him. Mm-hmm. Like, Where it's just it just embarrasses him. Like like John Cena versus Brock Lesnar beating, and then like. We get the baby face fucking Lesnar coming in at next mania and then fucking beating Rope. That would be cool. I mean, I I what a what a fucking juxtaposition from like three years ago when like when all they did was just have fucking him he just cut Roman open in the middle of this bad fucking match after nine hours of wrestling. God, that was such a shitty fucking main event. <laughs> I will that say was a shitty WrestleMania. Yeah, that I was gonna say that I was gonna say, like aside from hanging out with y'all, that <laughs> WrestleMania was Bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was a bad WrestleMania when Oscar lost. Oof. Anyway, am everybody uh, like like trying to justify it still? Mm-hmm. No, I hate it. Um, should we stick with WWE and talk about the fucking go home for stand and deal? I say let's do that last. Yeah, we need to go through the whole fucking card. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, you guys start. I only watched the main event of this, and I do have thoughts. I gotta pee. I don't what, remember anything. What'd y'all think of Christian Cage? Oh, eh. it was like it was fine. It, it was. Ugh. I just I feel bad for him because it's great that he's there. It was just so overhyped. They did the absolute worst way to roll out fucking Christian Cage, and then him and Frankie Kazarian put on a really good match. But it's hard not to be like, huh, it's two dudes in their later forties. It, it's it's rough because like Brady also we were talking last night about this, and it was um. Christian Cage, as far as like seeing Christian in general, like there's more like nostalgic things that I want to see him do. Um, that like as far as like you know, I wanted to see him like if he came back teaming with Edge, or like kind of doing like cool stuff or fighting Edge. Like, that we want to cool. yeah, we want to see the greatest hits. Yeah, we want to see the greatest hits, and then also like I want to see I wanted to see him put over like young talent, like young young talent, not Frankie Kazarian and rehashing a feud from. Like impact from 14 years ago that really didn't leave any mark of anything. Yeah, yeah. Like him fighting his quote unquote brother or teaming up with his brother, quote unquote brother, for one more run of tag champs, stuff like that's really cool. I think so too. But I respect his decision to want to to say that he can still compete at the highest level. I respect that, and he wants to show off what he's got. But it's like it does seem like. There it might be a bit of a division of what Christian Cage wants versus maybe what Christian Cage's fans want. And uh, then also, like, he is, like, he's great in the ring. And he's, like, everybody technically says, like, he's one of the best ever. Like, Stone Cold Steve Austin, like, Randy Orton. Like, these people are always talking about, like, the stuff that Christian does in there is, like, I'm, there's, like, the Intercontinental, like, like fucking, like, roundtable thing they do with the Miz, Christian, and uh, Randy. And, like, Randy Orton just gushing about just how good Miz is. Just not Miz is Christian has made so much sense to me because they work kind of the same. Christian is just a little like, and I just mean like a, a little flashier. And there was that, that, that on... it's that same almost like kind of almost want to say like boring style that's mm-hmm. really technically great, but you know, it doesn't get the people going. Mm-hmm. No, but if you were, but if but you saw someone pull that shit out at WrestleMania one, you go, <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, um, like on Renee Paquette's podcast, when, uh, when Christian was on there, oral sessions, 
um, he, you know, he, they were saying that, uh, like Moxley had been saying, like, you know, he, it, at a point in his career when he faced Christian, he was like, all right, man, I got it. I got to handle on this business. I know how to wrestle. I know how to handle myself in the ring. And then the first time he wrestled Christian Cage, he, you know, he was like, oh, I actually don't, I have, I don't know shit. Like I have a lot to learn. And that's the thing. It's like, but that's he's kind a of wrestler's a wrestler's wrestler. He's a wrestler's wrestler. Mm-hmm. And that is kind of a tough place to be if you're trying to compete in front of fans at the highest level which like you have the respect of your peers but what i don't know what when, you, when you're saying that's supposed to be like the fucking high spot show so you do exactly and you well yeah and it's not even on the same show but you have the guy who's like oh outwork everybody it's like uh i just flipped the channel and watched roderick strong uh have an un you know like just an, an unemptiable fucking uh tank of gas like yeah. I, it's just I don't like you're not outworking <laughs> exactly. No. It's just he like has we know so that, much stamina. I you know, him. and if but you know, Chris, it, it, if Chris Lindsay at at age forty whatever can still go, like Christian can go now. Maybe that's the true testament. I don't know. Maybe it's longevity, but it's it's just a little bit harder to get over with the fans when it's like, yeah, all the wrestlers love him, but. I want to see, yeah, I do want to see him tag team up with Edge again. I want to see, like you said, like you see him come back. You want to see the greatest hits for a second. You like you want that little fucking shot of nostalgia. Fucking get all your dopamine levels all up. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I feel good. I feel yeah. like I was when I was a kid watching these guys. Right. Not exactly. the depressed adult I am now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks for ruining my life, Christian. <laughs> Great job, Christian. Yeah, fucking Jay. You heal. Fuck you. <laughs> what else happened on that show? Dude, QT Marshall is just fucking pushing Arn Anderson over, eating in a, a, eating and a, a nightmare family feud that I guarantee you Cody thinks people care about more than. Uh, actually, I, I don't. I mean, sure, there's people who love it. I saw people. I, like, I wish it was hosted by Steve Harvey. A, there's some people that. Um, stop me dead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to um, say it before the moment got lost. Yeah, I know. I get you. Um. They're like the heel turn so great. It's like, yeah, like the like heel turn, like the execution of the angle was good. Mm-hmm. I do not care about Nightmare Family Hollywood and Nightmare Family Wolfpack, <laughs> especially when, <laughs> like, especially when like a nobody's gonna be as cool as like fucking like forty year old Kevin Nash in a Tupac bandana. And um, wasn't Dennis Rodman there? Sting and yeah. Oh. Sting in the red, the red face yeah. paint. Like, oh, that was cool. That was cool. Disco- Scott Hall and Kevin Nash Woo. back then were real fucking cool. <laughs> they were really cool. They were so badass. Kevin Nash uh, is still I cool. genuinely, the thing that fell flat for me, honestly, was like, you know, so he pushes over, he hits, uh, he hits Arne Anderson, and he, he's looking all like, ooh, what have I done? What have I done? At least that's what we think he's thinking. But really, he's like, ooh, what am I about to do? And then there's like this, this faction split between the Nightmare family. I didn't know. That Aaron Solo, Nick Camarado, or Anthony Agogo who? were in the Nightmare Family. I didn't know they who all just got added. Dark. I didn't know who these They're people were. Dark. I know Aaron you Solo because he's YouTube with show. Bailey, right? Not they, anymore. No, they they are no longer together as of a couple weeks ago. Who didn't know? Juicy, but um, so it's like they said it was an amicable split, and that their life priorities are not in the same place anymore. He's Sounds like, messy. I just want to be Cody's friend. And she's like, shut up. <laughs> um, she, his his message made, definitely made it sound like um, Pam realized her career is more important than me um, as a person. And I suggested we have a kid to save 
uh, relationship, <laughs> which to halt her career. And uh, she said, fuck no. Tight. That's what his, his statement Shout out, like, Pam. Straight up sound. Hell yeah, Pam. Sounded like. like You should pay it, attention more to me than like your career that is like going awesome and like you've changed your character. And she's like, no. <laughs> like, well, maybe like you could tell Vince, like, I can have your spot. And could you maybe just like ding dong? Could you maybe just like post some more pictures of me online? Like, tag me. <laughs> hey, tag me. She's like, tag me Cody's some stuff. She's like, no, nah, Aaron, no, nah, you know, you get it. Do you nah. want to go to Disneyland with me and me and Cody? We're in a pandemic. <sighs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like, yeah, like the, the execution of the angle is fine, but it's like, I don't care that like fucking like Lee Johnson got beat up or the Who? captain got beat up. Who? Exactly. Yeah. Who? Exactly. exactly. How many people are in this nightmare fucking family? A lot. Big ass, it's a big ass family. And like, Isa, you told us to watch the uh, Sunny Kiss match on Dark, and I was just like, no, put your representation on TV. I was about that, to like go off, but I just went off in my head because it's all the same bullshit we've talked about for so long. Sure, it was a good match, and and Helico and Sunny Kiss were like, like if they put stuff like that on Dark Four, it'd be really, it'd be yeah, a better show is, to watch instead of seeing Lee Johnson because Sunny no Lee Johnson, Sunny Kiss used to be a little green, right? And now are no, they better now? Okay, but uh, Helico's very good. Yeah, you could tell like. And you, when you get reps like that, that's what's going to make you better. Exactly. And so when you have like a like a raw talent like Sunny Kiss mm-hmm. and a very seasoned talent like Angelico, and you put them together, mm-hmm. it's like oh, like, like okay, I see the potential even more now. It's great. It was good. It was a fun match. Yeah. Is is also is a really good style match like matchup because something I, it's a weird thing I've noticed. The queer wrestling world is very lucha inspired. Oh, okay. Um, because of how much intergender stuff goes on in in the queer oh, that wrestling makes sense. Okay. and 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 lucha libre translates to intergender really well mm-hmm. that checks um, out and also and because of just like exoticos the, too like that exoticos, yeah, yeah yeah because of like the you know the lineage of exoticos and stuff and like how influential that is um also just like i'd say um like uh like assigned male of birth people, folks who are are queer, um, and grow up watching, um, like the de- grew up watching the divas. Uh, there's an actual influence now being like translated into, um, wrestling from that era. Interesting. Like, That's cool. People like Sunny Ki- Sunny Kiss or like Candy Lee and stuff like that. Who because the, the biggest the diva Kelly era, Kelly stand. Mm-hmm, the big exactly. Um. Like because of like the style of that era, which was very like you know no hits, which was stupid, but like a lot of like roll it rolls and stuff like that. Like there that that's all lucha influenced, mm-hmm. and and so like Sunny just Sunny and Hen Helico are a perfect match. So that's really cool. Time. Yeah, but if you like, what what started to like kind of get to me is like when everything first started, they said the show you need to watch is Dynamite. That's all you're going to need to. Everything else is supplemental, mm-hmm. but you're going to get the full story on Dynamite. And it's like they were like this whole thing has been just going on dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like every week. And it's like the gun club gets beat up. I don't think anybody cares that Colton Gunn or Austin Gunn got beat up. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I'm sorry. They Lee are. Johnson they are the my captain. favorite fans. Austin Gunn is a great fan. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, um, okay, yeah. one more question. Is Joey Janela hurt? No. Just not on anything? On Dark. Oh, okay. Okay. Just wondering. I forgot who he fought, but uh, he, he beat somebody on Dark. I. Joey was starting to get some heat, like in real world <laughs> stuff. And I think that maybe he's. They put him on the back burner a little bit. Because he was wrestling indies in a pandemic? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and just like you know, being the dirtbag he probably he, is. Yeah, he even like he apologized for some stuff, but like he just has a tendency to say stuff without knowing about it. Like he like hopped on this hashtag that he thought was like a good joke, but is actually like super transparent. Uh, oh, he apologized for it. But he just didn't and, do like, his research. Made a, he made a donation to the Trevor Project the next day and stuff like the. But his apology still kind of sucked. <laughs> yeah, because like, he is a dirt bag. He's a dirt bag. <laughs> yeah, that's kind I, of his whole gimmick. Yeah, he, they like, should. I saw some people kind of hurt about it on Twitter and stuff, and I was like, I don't feel hurt by this because I never expected more. Yeah, <laughs> they should license Teenage Dirtbag by Weedas for him. Um, they can't. Spider Nate a... Web comes out to that on the Indies, and Joey Janela wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, that's all I have about what I'm oh, missing uh, on of... Dark. Joey Joey Janela being a, a dirtbag and with shitty indies. Like, people that are working for GCW and, like, um, all the media weekend shows have been complaining that people aren't buying tickets and, like, blaming the fans and being like, you guys really support us? Like, you would do this? It's like, no, it's a fucking pandemic. Yeah. And y'all are just, like, begging for people to fucking, like... Dude, like, that's the... That's tickets. the... And it's like, indie wrestling fans, I feel so bad for, even though, like, a lot of them are idiots. Yeah. Um... Or it's just like y'all are expected to like, um, especially right now, it's like for these people to live their dream and do this. And it's like we've people bought shows, they've bought like merch, they've like sponsored wrestlers, they've done all this. And then GCW always like just almost coming back and saying, that's not enough. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Well, fuck. It's like, like sorry, fuck you that, then. it's a that bummer that that's Nick Gage's home promotion. Where it's yeah. like put your put what you know put yourself in a potentially very you know help risk your health to come fucking watch our show or you're not a real you know or you're not one of the real ones. It's like when they've on, been such shitheads about everything else and like bitching and moaning like fucking Kevin Gill, just like complaining about people and like them not taking COVID seriously and them like just everything they've yeah. done like they book a white supremacist. Like, yeah, come on now. Pull your head out of your damn ass. Yeah. Hey y'all. Yeah. On the on the AEW front. Mm-hmm. Quick hits. Quick hits. What'd you think of the Pinnacle beatdown? I don't care. I don't have much to say about it other than I liked it, dude. <laughs> I like get I liked MJF getting his face stuck in the toilet. <laughs> Who gave him the swirly? I just I'm Jericho, so baby. sick of these like like we had like one faction if you'd like break down and like fucking do a beatdown. Then we had the other fucking factions fighting each yeah. other that were once one faction. Fuck it's yeah, like dude. Then we it's had like a nobody note. tells each other what their fucking stories are. There's a million yeah. factions that are breaking nah, up dude. right now. The, the I I do I think I like this more than the Nightmare Family thing. Absolutely. Because, because like at least we get Wardlow. Some war, <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but we get some like funny moments and stuff. Like I'm so sick of Jericho, but he still popped me when he did like he opened the bathroom door and the and you know they were all like or no it was like M- it was MJF opening and like Inner Circle was there right That's yeah like, yeah yeah because they got a knock on the door but, and and he like shut it and was like 
I think we should go. Like that yeah. that moment I thought was like good comedic timing. Uh-huh. If you took out the excess just like how long this feud is going and how like similar other feuds are to it and stuff, that could have been a good moment that I would be like, okay, like AEW's doing some good things. It's like even when there's a good thing, it's like surrounded by so much like mediocre. Yeah. Like and it's not even that I think AEW, like most stuff on AEW, I don't think is bad. I think most of it's mediocre. Mm-hmm. And that's worse. It is worse. I, would, I will. Yeah. I would rather watch. Like, I will watch a train wreck rather than just a car drive down the street. Mm-hmm. You know, like, <laughs> like, that's what I expect. Like, AEW does wrestling tropes exactly how they go. <laughs> and so that just makes me go, okay, that. That, that was correct. that happened. That is how that that is how that is how that story has been told for forty years. Correct. Yeah. You've passed the pop quiz, AEW, on <laughs> wrestling storylines. You know what I wish that AEW wasn't doing is, and I know, you know, there's a lot of things I wish they weren't doing. But I, I, I understand that we have to set up a trios feud with uh, Omega and the Good Brothers, and then the Bucks and Moxley. I understand. We need to have this six man trios match. I understand. I just, I wish, I, I feel like it is at so the end of the this. Bucks are probably going to end up turning on Mox, right? If that happens. That'd be cool, though. That would actually be very cool. But uh, I, I, we, I feel like it's kind of coming at the detriment of the Lucha Brothers and Laredo Kid. I think that's actually a, like probably the, like a very fucking sick trio. Well, like, that is, this is they're what? introducing trios titles, right? Oh, it's going to happen. Allegedly, but also, what about Pac? Like, <laughs> Death Triangle. You can't have a fourth person of a triangle. Dude. I'm sorry to say it. Pack got replaced. Now we need um, a Pack versus Laredo also, kid match. Also, uh, fucking dude. Luke Gallows just fucking lumbering around is really funny. <laughs> it is funny. That guy looks like he has a benefit of beer. All the time. He like, is fucking blown I'm sloshing around. Fuck. Like a every belly match. Full of beer and knees full of lactic acid <laughs> like, <laughs> and steroids. It looks like that dude has not stretched in years. <laughs> like it's wild. Like. He reminds me of like mid two thousands WWE like ACL injury factory that was like all the young <laughs> talent in WWE in the mid two thousands. Like, <laughs> dude is so tight he's about to explode. Like, he is. If he tried to do like DDP yoga right now, <laughs> like his like his like femur would literally shoot. Out of his leg. Yeah, dude. I don't even know if he. I don't even know if he'd be able to hook it out. <laughs> so you're probably right. But also, like seeing Gallows in the with Phoenix. Somebody tweeted, "It's like um, this is going to be the closest thing we ever get to like the Great Kali versus Ray Phoenix." And I'm like, that's so fucking true. <laughs> I love Gallows like, as like a character, but oh, it's just like uh, uh, let's just get Kane, Kane uppercut. I'll get in on like the next Hogan. one, Hoot. It's like Hogan versus Kidman. <laughs> Let's just get him in. Uh, is it Butcher or Blade? Which one's Andy Williams? Uh, the Butcher. Just uh, get the butcher. them together, just lumbering around. Andy butcher Williams is like, more just athletic. A sweat, just a sweat I was going to say, Andy Williams works better than Gallows at this point. <laughs> he does. Also, um, Allie and Nyla Rose beat Sheeta and Tay Conti. Uh-huh. Yeah. There, I, I... With a million people like everywhere just... A big mess. So is this like setting up the big title match for Allie? 
maybe because because Matt, Matt Hardy w- had kind of a cut a promo beforehand about how uh, Bunny's been like overlooked and no longer is that going to happen. So yeah, I, I bet that's where they're, they're going with it. But I I so I didn't watch all of Dynamite. I watched like bits and pieces. And I I skipped this part. That's um, and then I listened to a recap. I listened to Going and Rob's recap of it, and uh, they didn't like fully set up everyone that was there or anything like they kind of missed that because they're like joking around and stuff as they're introducing this match and i was so confused <laughs> as they're going through the beats of what happened because like wait matt hardy's the- why is matt hardy what like i i'm so lost like oh you guys don't watch beating the elite no 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 i refuse i've not so, i don't like, watch I dark order watch the tv show um that's it that's the Reason to yeah, watch yeah, it, yeah. Dark Order is really entertaining, but no, I straight I I lost so much interest in being the elite. Like once like AEW started, <laughs> because it, it's just not. If you're gonna like, give me a, com- a an online companion that I have to follow if I want to understand what's going on in your big TV show, <laughs> fuck off. I'm not doing that. Yeah, it's just, just the thing. F- is like I like that one of those fun stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's all I want from it. Like, which is why the Dark Order stuff works, like, because yeah. that's mostly what it is. But even so. then, I shouldn't have to watch that show in order to get the jokes or right the little stuff, uh, like the, the little stuff, the main stuff on AEW, like Dynamite, like maybe the little wink and nod to certain yeah, things, like exactly. Ah, it's like you win, the, you get the prize because you watch the extra thing, right? So Pepper th- in this, some stuff for the this real one's ones. for you. This little like joke, this mm-hmm. little mention. Like, ah, I know that one. Not the whole fucking story. You know what yeah, they should exactly. do? They should have a five-minute thing every week where Moxley and Kingston explain everything that happened on Dark and everything that happened in being the Elite right before the show. <laughs> She's like, all right, so so shut up and listen. This is what happened. We got a couple minutes. Not, It won't help you understand it at all, but it'd be entertaining. <laughs> I'd watch it. We got we got five fucking minutes. We gotta do this. <laughs> um, did my cowboy friend do any cowboy shit? I don't remember there being any cowboy shit on this episode of Dynamite. Travesty. So. Travesty. The, the final thing was the arcade. Arcade yeah. anarchy. It rocked. I thought for a second that they pulled out all the stops and spent a lot of money, but they didn't because all those cabinets were all cardboard. <laughs> Some they of them, spent I, some of them were dollars. Oh, okay. <laughs> was none of it? Was none of those game cabinets real? Because some of them did. Some look of them like might it. have been, but that the table um, that uh, Chris Statlander put uh, Penelope Ford through just had like oh, yeah. an inflatable air hockey table or something on yeah, it. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> I, I, and that's honestly that's they, such a charm of fucking some, AEW. It's not. Um, I love it. I love it. You did like WCW. It <laughs> feels did. a little bit low rent because it looks like they literally just like went and like gave like a fucking like assistant like Tony Khan's credit cards. Like, go to Walmart. It's like five minutes away. Just grab, just grab some shit. <laughs> and he's like, I'll get these signs. I'll write yeah. two hundred tickets. I I like yeah. that. I like the prizes. That made it feel no, just, real like, to how me. Just shittily thrown together. Yeah, yeah. But it also seems like something that Chuck and Orange Cassidy would have put together. Like put together themselves. That was definitely the There would have just been a machine there, and it just would have just said yeah. whatever. It would have been tight See, if it was a street fight inside an arcade. 
But that would have cost way too much money if they were breaking shit in there. Like WWE, like did like the bar fight with Sheamus and Jeff Hardy. I was kind of hoping for something very similar, Mm -hmm. and like they were at least like at the bar, you know. Mm -hmm. And even though that feud was what it was. Okay, at least like that was kind of cool, like seeing Jeff Hardy like jump off like the fucking like big refrigerator and like hit the fucking floor and land on Sheamus, yeah. like stuff like that's kind of cool. Like or like when they would build like the whole like bar set for the APA bar brawls, and like mm. there was even a bartender. There was like glass and drinks, like cool, and it looked like a kind of a bar. This just like let's we'll put some fucking cardboard boxes around the ring and. uh you're going to go through this $5 air hockey table my daughter doesn't want anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I mean, it was all to, to set up uh, the return of Chris Statlander and tag team partner Sue Beretta. Yeah. I love, I love Trent as a mom guy. I did, too. It's man. tight. I like also after. So, yeah, I mean, I guess we should talk about how it actually so, went down. Like, I, thought, I thought everything was as far as the match goes in a bubble. Hmm. Great the a- the AEW story. Um, I I like the the they almost uh, they seem like they work for gifts and ratings right now. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, Which, it's like they're using like the Eric Bischoff Nitro playbook. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, arguably, it played a hand in pushing NXT over to Tuesday nights. Some would say that that's not has anything to do with it. All the but, all the all the wrestlers said that was bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's what everyone wants to say. That's what they want you to fucking believe. But we see the truth. It's true. <laughs> WWE can run do- like a-, a like NXT never ever ever has to win in the ratings for them to for it to be a su- success. Yeah, on Triple H knows that was never the Triple point. H knows it's the better show. It's better. The the entire <laughs> point the whole time was to keep people from watching AEW, and yes. it worked now, because they they've peaked and they hit a ceiling. And it, they're losing viewers. They lost year over year. Yeah. So was NXT. And, uh, so was NXT though. NXT actually grew year over year. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> NXT like they had the, some peaks early on, but like week to week they're getting better. And also running scared. Um, at this point, it's because NXT hockey. doesn't have to keep people from watching AEW. AEW does that better than <laughs> anyone. That is. We'll see. You'll see. True. You'll see two Tuesdays um, from now. No, but I really liked it. Um, as far as the match itself, it's um, uh, Chris Statlander coming back. It's been a long time coming, and adds some more interest in somebody they kind of put a little investment into, which is nice. I want to see that. I don't care about if they're gonna have her versus Penelope because I don't like Penelope in the ring. Yeah, I don't think she, she's still very, very green, very athletic, and I think has a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. Just needs that work. Yeah, like, just needs mm-hmm. to be constant. Like she should be working on dark every single week. Yeah, and but not in like a big main storyline when it seems like your champion like barely gets on TV like every few weeks. Yeah, at yeah. least to like know who she is. Like I still don't know who she is. Like as a yeah. as a person beyond just like she's the champion. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I love Trent returning. I just like looking yeah. at him. He's bouncing his titties a lot. I know. Yeah, he's got mus- He's got muscles in his chest. He's also like really offensively tan. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, Chuck tweeted that the next time they wrestle Miro, uh, Sue's gonna drive him out in a tank. <laughs> I like I did I saw uh, Orange Cassidy's tweet after the match because like you know we had a feel good end with the best friends and Chris Statlander to, together and uh, I like I saw Orange Cassidy's like you gotta give the like, people what they want the alien sits with us now 
Yeah, because there has to be a million groups. Yeah. Um, but this so is here's this my is big, the best group. Big gripe with everything. Okay, gripe away. Um, Miro like is a fucking geek. Yeah. Um, they lose the fight. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be like this unstoppable monster. They lose the fight, and now they're gonna end up setting up for a heel turn on the heel Kip Sabian. But like that doesn't make any sense because like no. we already don't like Kip Sabian, and so maybe, he turned heel maybe baby on face, Kip Sabian. Maybe babyface Miro. But you can't have his character be a babyface. Like being like that kind of like with that kind of aggression. Hey, if Zangief can be a baby a, face, a, so can just attack the heels. So just so can the direction of the heels. Just it's because not gonna work. Just be- he's a gig, and I, I do not care about Miro at all. Like it fell so fucking flat. Like he like he's somebody else. I think that needs a filter. It's like yeah, you know what? maybe you're kind of playing yourself. I don't want to see this to do. I don't want to see Gabe on TV. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, I, do, I, I, do, I don't want to see Gabe on TV. I don't want to see Gabe honestly. mixed with Ben on like Ben style with like Gabe's life on TV. Wrestling. I honestly, I do want that, but I just want Gabe and Ben hanging out as a show. That's what I want. I love. I I know our if listeners love like when we bring up people they've never show. ever heard of. Um, That's true. It's I, like, a, like like somebody wears like swaggy shit and like Gucci shit and. Then like just a video game nerd. That's what that's essentially what Miro is, mm-hmm. and it's just, like I don't want to see that on TV because it's just like somebody needs to be there to tell him, hey, you remember when you got over? It, it wasn't because of that. It was because of Aiden English. <clears throat> I thank I was, you. It's you know, Thursday. Day. I, I talk pe- like Kermit the Frog. Pe- I don't know. Maybe it was on an Indies or something. Was Orange Cassidy's song? Where's my mind? Probably. Or is this? I don't. I'm like. It doesn't necessarily fit him, and that has to be expensive. But uh, I it think... was on. It, it was on the Indies. Okay. Um. Before, well, good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Well, I don't think that song is that expensive. It's been used in like 30 different things. Like it's famously it was famously used in Fight Club, but it's been in like multiple other movies since then. So I don't think that the Pixies are charging much. Yeah. For Maybe it. not. Maybe they yeah. they'll take the dollars. It is. It is sick that I think now that makes. I don't think I've ever seen any other band that is like actual entrance music live before, but I have seen Pixies live before. So that's that's tight now that I've seen live entrance, entrance music. Band. Yeah, I mean I've seen Code. It'd be funny though if you're like. Signals? It'd be funny though if you're like, well, they never they never played. Where's my mind? Yeah, I did. Yeah, so there's an entrance music band. Hey, have you ever seen my band? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Code Orange multiple times, and they've done oh, yeah, multiple same. themes. Um, um, before we get into NXT, let's talk about the the forbidden door breaking down. Gross! <laughs> Break the forbidden door down! Break down Bam. the door! Jericho is going to be on Stone Cold's podcast on the Peacock Network. Broken Skull Sessions with Steve Austin. <laughs> Um, did apparently, any of you see the um, Stone Cold is interviewed about how it went down? Yeah, and apparently Vince was just fine. He asked yeah, him twice. He texted Vince. Yeah. Like, are He's, you sure? I loved it. Um, and also, I love the way the Cage Side Seats um, article about it uh, concludes because it, that, like, his whole, like, quote is saying, like, so I texted him, asked him if it was okay. He said yes. We're, he and I aren't great. With you know texting, so I I asked him again. I like that. Just like two old said guys. Th- like he, he said, Vince sent a thumbs up emoji. 
Vince McMahon uses emojis. But confirmed by Stone Cold Steve Austin. Then he just sends a burrito emoji. He's like, it's a steak wrap. I can imagine both of them and for the listening audience. I'm holding my phone really far out. And they're yeah. both like, uh, like putting their head back to see. Can I have Chris Jericho on the show? Does, and then he's like, uh, well, I, I know for a fan back Stone Cold has reader like reading glasses that he wears sometimes. And, and so, I bet Vince I'm gonna, uh, not be surprised if he has to for his phone. I bet Vince I also, has big lettering on his phone too. I 100% think that is something that Steve Austin said, like, you know, just to confirm. But I think it was like, I think to me, I read it as kind of like, um, like a couple who's sort of like on edge a little bit, like, Hey, can I go do this thing? Sure. I mean, is that like, sure. Or is that cool? If I go do this thing, <laughs> I just think, up emoji. I think Stone Cold doesn't want to stir the pot right now. Yeah, he's. I think he likes what, like what he has going on, especially with straight up with Steve Austin, um, like being like a companion thing with WWE, getting the lead in from Raw. Um, I mean, it's going to draw fucking viewers. Do you think it's going to be um, subdued, or do you think Chris Jericho is going to get to go off? I think um, I, it'll be subdued. It'll it'll be subdued with a couple spicy moments yeah. because Jericho knows how to sell yep. stuff. So like, yeah. he's going. He, these those spicy moments that are going to happen in reality are going to be kind of tame yeah. but they'll be never before heard well, stories and- that will get written about and that will make people go watch mm-hmm. it but beyond that he he he's a businessman he knows what's up yeah. and he, he like he wants to end his career in WWE I think. And- like no matter how yeah. much he says I'm AEW for life it's not true. I've listened to not true, he's a, a politician. We don't believe you at all, Chris. I've listened yeah, exactly. to his podcast, and I don't think he shit talks WWE that much. No, he, he's from strate- what I remember, he's very he's very strategic about how he talks. Except from he, from the get go when he signed with AEW, he's been very strategic yeah, about so how he speaks what's, about. What's really AEW funny is there's a few different things. People, a lot of people are like surprised, like, oh my god, like I can't believe Vince is letting this happen. Number one, like Vince, Ike was always still cool with Jericho, even yeah. like after he left. Um, he even asked Jericho if he could get out of his AEW contract after he signed it. He's like, well, can you get out of it? He's like, no. Um, and like, almost like the same, like, I don't think he views AEW as much a competition as people think he does. I think I saw this, like he told fucking big show to go. Like, he's like, yeah, fuck. That's a great deal. Go for it. You should do it. Well, he also told Brett to go and we saw how that turned out. Um, Great for him. Mm-hmm. He had his best money making years after. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. I I um I feel like Vince is like I saw this TikTok that was like, I don't need your drama. I'm just trying to be hot and live my best life. Or something like that around there. And like I think Vince is just like, I don't give a shit about AEW. I don't care. He's been in a, tw- been in a 25 year whatever W I mean oh, 30 something year fucking WWE bubble now. Yeah. That he doesn't give a, I mean, yeah, he cares about what's taking his money away. He cares about what's giving him more money. And other than that, I, I don't think he thinks of things as uh, like personal attacks. And no, I th- WWE is making the most money it ever has. Why? There's literally no reason for him to think of AEW as competition. Mm-hmm. He's doing the best he ever has. And like, yeah. I feel like the whole pettiness is all on Cody's side. And the people who have been burned by the evil corporation that is WWE. I also do think, to Esai's point, too, though, Cody is somebody who very much understands how to get things written about him. So I think he knows where to drop spicy That wasn't my nuggets. point. That was Zach's point. <laughs> was it Zach's point? Yeah. Yeah. 
Zach, I'm so sorry. To Zach's <laughs> point. Okay. To Zach's point. Because as you were saying it, I wasn't thinking, <laughs> thinking hey, that was my point. I was like, I was like oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to take the credit for that. That was Okay, mind. yeah, yeah. To, to Zach's point, I, I do think Cody is also very uh, cognizant of when he's dropping spicy nuggets. I think Cody is to a point, but I think his ego gets involved a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, why I can't, wa- I can't wait to watch his show. Oh, God. <laughs> Apparently, it is the three most fucking like unlikable people really running it, which is Brandy, Cody, and Tony Khan. I can't wait. Getting the final say on everything. So they're going to be so like flabbergasted. Like, why don't people. Why, why, why is people everyone like, making fun of this? This is great. Like, I love it. Um, Triple H, like in the takeover call, was talking about like Vince is always open for business. And like he said that so many times. And a lot of times it's like, yeah, whatever. But honestly, kind of thinking about it. I think Vince really is always open for business. He's like, that's why, like, he was probably super nonchalant. He's like, yeah, I don't care. Fine, I like Chris. Chris is great. Yeah. Um, it's gonna draw ratings for us. It's gonna get people over to Peacock. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Vince is always open for business, and I think people need to realize that it doesn't mean he's going to work and intermingle and do all this stuff with other companies all the time and do like their favorite dream card at the Tokyo Dome and. It's gonna be like WWE versus New Japan versus AEW, like. But he'll work with his buddy Chris. Yeah, and also when it's gonna make sense for him monetarily and for other gains, it's like, oh, this mm-hmm. is gonna help me. Yeah, fuck yeah. Like, oh, like they're like bringing Liger in years ago. Oh, it's gonna make our product seem like more legit. Here comes Jushin Thunder Liger, and he always wanted mm-hmm. to work like with WWE, like for like a spot. Um, his friends with William Regal. And so, did it make sense for WWE? Yes. Like, did, did he hate Bill Goldberg? Yes. Did it make sense for him to bring Bill Goldberg back years later? Yes. Did it draw money? Yes. Vince is happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. So, like, the thing is, too, um, Stone, like, having Jericho on Stone Cold Sessions brings people, I think, I mean, so one, it brings people to Peacock. It brings people to WWE program. Mm-hmm. I don't like including people. I think that are um, AEW diehards who have like you know kind of stopped watching WWE like in the last year or whatever because th- those people exist. Like there are people who just um, fell off from wrestling like because of the pandemic or just like chose AEW or or you know. WWE over the other one. Like, those people exist. Mm -hmm. I think that it could bring those people who have decided to not watch WWE the last year or so back to see this thing, because they're like, oh, Jericho and Stone Cold? Yeah, I'll watch that. I don't think Jericho, even if he talks a lot about AEW on that show... I don't think it's going to bring people over that aren't already watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think it's going to bring WWE fans over to AEW. And like, and the other thing to remember, WWE has final edit of this. Yeah. So like whatever they talk about, like it's going to be cut down to however they like it. I don't think they're going to go overboard with that because that would piss off um, Austin. And then, you know, Jericho could just go out and you know shoot on everything else. They didn't talk mm-hmm. about or that wasn't shown, but like they have all the control mm-hmm. here. It's not like they're having Tony Khan on the show. Like, God, that'd be annoying. <laughs> that'd be so, that'd be super annoying. But like, you know, like they're, 
Chris Jericho in WWE's eyes is a WWE product. Mm -hmm. And so they're just, yeah, having what, you know, one of their characters. Yeah, for 20 years, he was like on their show. Yeah, and people, oh, people miss Jericho. They haven't gotten to see him for a while. I wonder what he's been up to. And and then they have it strategically placed after like uh, on Sunday after Mania or whatever. It's like, oh, I'm already going to get Peacock. I guess I'll just tune into Mania too. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm already gonna get it for this. Might as well just watch Mania. And no, it's strategically, it's very smart. Yeah, Mania, Mania two, the Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about NXT. Yeah, Electric Boogaloo boys featuring Chris Jericho. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I saw, and, I saw and, a funny and, meme, and specifically his wife. Yeah. I saw a funny meme of like Steve Austin and Jericho City across. I was like, so where was your wife on January 6, twenty twenty one? Chris Jericho, thanks for coming to the Broken Skull Ranch. <laughs> Where's your wife on January 6th? Was she storming the Capitol? What? <laughs> let's talk about... Yes, let's talk about NXT. Oh, my let's, God. Uh, there was a dog. Woof, woof. Want to just run down, like, the standard deliver card, and then... Yeah. Maybe all pepper the in some stuff? stuff? No, let's yeah, talk let's about the that. dog first. Dyas? I would love, I would love dog? to talk... Who, yeah, so who... No, Frankie's who dog. Who is it? Frankie's dog. Uh, oh, it was Ty, Ty, Ty Valkyrie. Oh, okay. okay. I got you. That's like her. That's her shoot dog. <laughs> good dog. Good dog. Her and John Morrison. Shoot dog. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a bright shoot dog. Got her gimmick dog. Well, I mean, like Matilda <laughs> was a, a gimmick dog for the Bulldogs, which probably for the best. Or like Eric Rowan Spider. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eric Rowan's cage he carried around. Oh my god, what if they like these same vignettes happen again next week, but it was the spider <laughs> like going up into the Oh my god, it's just like how center. many it's like how many pets does Taya Valkyrie have? <laughs> there are, every week it's just a new pet she's, running to her. She's a Pokemon yeah. trainer. <laughs> yeah. It's Ace Ventura. It's like like when she... he walks into his apartment and all the Yeah, animals. exactly. Exactly. It's like does she spray like 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 pheromones on her or something? It's fucking deer running. <laughs> Is this a swarm of bees? <laughs> is she a druid? Is her character that she's a druid? <laughs> oh, uh, that'd be great. But yeah, right. there hasn't been enough, enough nature magic in wrestling. I agree. Couldn't, couldn't agree more. Night one. We got this is Wikipedia, so the order is all weird. Peter Dune versus Kushida. That's gonna be fucking great. I like. Uh, I I like how they built this up as far as just like being the like. Best technical wrestling match, and we're gonna just give you a fucking technical wrestling just fuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of yes. this is the most like character Pete du- Pete Dunn actually doing talking that I- I've seen him do in a while, and I kind of like that it's just like, hey, I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> He's Bye. just like I'm the best fucking technical wrestler. He yeah. hates the juniors, so. <laughs> and then, yeah, I-, I loved in the battle royal how they like eliminated each other because they were like technical wrestling over the top (laughs) it was great um we got a triple threat tag team match for the nxt tag team championship msk grizzled young veterans and legato del phantasma i think that uh grizzled young vets are winning oh um because then it's going to have the, the, M, the MSK chase to them. Okay. That's already a Checks few out. built in. I, like um, I think it's going to be a really good match because Legato del Fantasma is great in the ring. They're great geeks, too. Um, fucking Grizzled Young Vets are like an entertaining revival. And <laughs> MSK are also great. Like, there's going to be some great flippy stuff, some great 
like fucking map wrestling, some great selling. That'd be great overall. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, we got a six man. God, Zach Gibson. I just thought about this. Zach Gibson is like eight inches taller than everyone else in this match, and he's six feet. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's taking his shoes off, but the I took off my house slipper. The title, the New Japan title belt, is the World Heavyweight Championship. The Divas Championship is uh, in the way. Yeah, dude, I'm just here trying to represent the new fucking IWGP Heavyweight Champ Kota Ibushi. <laughs> I do, IWGP Divas Champion Kota Ibushi. <laughs> We've got a six man gauntlet eliminator match for to fight Johnny Gargano for the championship. Leon Ruff, Isaiah Swerve, Scott. Bronson Reed, Cameron Grimes, Dexter Loomis, L.A. Knight. <laughs> what a oh, fantastic, what a fantastically strange mix of characters. Yeah, it's like you remember the ladder match on was it uh, for the North American title, and uh-huh. it was it's it feels as strange as that, especially because like if you think about it, like you had EC3 then, and then now you LA have L.A. Knight, Knight like the fucking impact like former Impact champion. You have like the big boys, like Bronson Reed and Killian Dane. <laughs> like you had that. Like you have like the fucking like the skinny flippy guys, like Ricochet was, and like Isaiah Swerve Scott. <laughs> it's yeah, wild. yeah. You so have the, the fan favorite heel, like Grimes <laughs> and Adam Cole. Wonderful. The the six, you know, so the the six that started that are starting this match competed in that battle royal on NXT to 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 figure out the last, you know, how that was all going to shake out. Mm-hmm. It was like eleven people that started. Because Roderick Strong didn't show up. What? Um, oh yeah, um, he quit. He quit wrestling. He's done, bro. Yeah, I I, I like this. I, I'm very intrigued with what they're gonna do with old Roddy. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Cameron um, was like making fun of the undisputed era. Essentially, I had to. Wa- I watched it on mute, so I didn't get into yeah, the story. Beats. No, he, he said that he bought like the essentially like the IP for it. <laughs> he bought the NFT. <laughs> he bought the undisputed era NFT. <laughs> He's like, yeah, he's like, this intellect, this intellectual property is just going to waste, man. We could make some money on this. <laughs> and so he bought it. And then, like, like the Grimes era, that was great. Um, all everything he Grimes did, the system, yeah, <laughs> it was so good. Um, and then Roddy got to be Roddy, and Trevor Lee got to be Trevor, or Cameron Grimes got to be Cameron Grimes. It was a fun match. Roddy loses after the gets the tossy armband. I like that they're giving Roddy a little bit of depth, like he actually cared about something. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But what's, what's funny is that it's like to fit in with his character. He liked his his fucking band of his bros. Like mm-hmm. his, it's like almost like his like fraternity got broken up. Yeah, he, dude, like when he he looked over at that fan wearing that Adam Cole shirt and just got all bummed out. <laughs> and Cameron Grimes just fucking walloped him. And, the um, funniest thing about this undisputed era split is that Bobby Fish isn't a part of it. Good. <laughs> I uh, mean, yeah, I don't like Bobby Fish, but it's like he. I mean, there, if you if you have a faction of four guys <laughs> and one of them's not there, it's noticeable. Like, hey, what happened while I was gone? Yeah. <laughs> I was just out there uh, not wearing my mask. <laughs> well, Bobby, let me answer your question with the question: Where were you on January sixth? <laughs> he was saving the children. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is Loomis, right? Hmm. Because that's, that's the feud. Take. That's the feud. Yeah. Is is theory versus Gargano, and now. In the I mean, battle royal was one of the best spots ever that Eric Matthews did <laughs> when. He ha- an Austin Theory gets shit canned over the top. He keeps his feet up, but then he does a kip up. And he's like, really I know. He's like, I know how to get. He's like, how do I get myself out of this situation? I get it. He kips up, and the ref is just like, get out of here. That was incredible. Like, and then as he was leaving, 
Great kip up though. <laughs> <laughs> that was wonderful. But yeah, like I he's Eric Matthews and it's great. But here's the and thing. Also that they brought up the finger poke of doom with to Johnny before that. It killed the business. I would Well people have been saying I've been killing the business. <laughs> I would rather see Cameron Grimes win because that would be a more fun match. But Cameron Grimes and Johnny are both heels right now. So Well, Cameron Grimes is just annoying. He's not necessarily. Cameron Grimes is a babyface when he's against Johnny Gargano. Yeah, yeah. So, did you guys notice? Did any of you notice in that match something? I know I've been poo pooing on LA Knight, and I got sorry to say, I got to keep going. (laughs) He so many times in that match in character, this man has like turns his back on people, like celebrating to the crowd, like oh, look who's here. Yeah, he's the man. When it's just like, but it's just like you are such a fucking. Foolish competitor. Yeah, he's stupid. Yeah. You're so. Mm-hmm. His name's L.A. <clears throat> Knight. He named himself after shoes that light up. What? What night? Am, so, am I supposed to take him as a joke? Because he's he, you're supposed to uh, he's being presented. Like, you're supposed to see him as the way over cocky heel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is fine. But if you're gonna talk I'll the talk, see- at least have a little bit to walk the walk. I'm sorry to say, don't quit turning your back on people that are gonna toss you over the top rope. You dillweed. Well, he he won. Oh yeah, maybe because it's exposing the business. He won. He's fucking stupid. Also, if it he didn't like, do that, turn like the back. Looks like it's working on you. It's being a heel, <laughs> Matt. Yeah, being bad and- at your job. <laughs> he Did he won. win? He's good at his job. Yeah. Did he? Won. Yeah. Yeah, I guess he won. And also, outside of kayfabe, if you just think about it, like it's almost as if it's predetermined. Working this, working this match. Um, how else do you sell Dexter Loomis be- unless you act like a buffoon? Because uh, it, he's stupid. Like he's a stupid gimmick. I mean, he you stood. In, he, an- he stood in the corner for like eighty-five percent of the match, which I also didn't yeah. didn't think was great. You have to be stupid to be fooled by something that's so stupid. <laughs> yeah. So like. You have to, he has to do that for the way they set up Loomis in this match to, to work at all. Well, what a great, what a way, great way to build new talent is just make them look as stupid as possible. <laughs> um, let's talk about a couple more idiots. Walter versus Champa. Haha, <laughs> just kidding. They're great. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so fucking sick. They're gonna, they're gonna hurt each other. I have been training with my mm. father, Rey Mysterio. I'm gonna beat him. <laughs> this is my time. And then my guess, do we have more to say on that? Is that it? No, I I it's, it's I don't great. I don't know what um I don't know what else to say besides I'm just really excited for it. I like I kind of like the element of Champa being like you didn't know this. It's okay. But this necklace was given to me by my fucking family, dude. I, I just like the sort it. of like I kind of like the that's not your fault. That's not on you. But you really fucking pissed me off. <laughs> and uh I I kind of hope we see Tommaso take that that fucking title and then hell why not be a fucking get on over there across the pond, eh? And fucking have him be the champ. Also, um it's just going to be a fucking brutal match. Mm-hmm. It's going to hurt. Gonna be so we're going to we're going to see some hamburger chest champa. Yeah. Also, I'm expecting to see um Killian Dane kind of show up just cuz like everything's been going on with him. As well as t- Timothy Thatcher, mm-hmm. and because there's a lot of other intertwining parts mm-hmm. into this, and so yeah. I'm expecting to see some at least within the next week or so, um, either at Takeover or the next week after that, the evolution of that whole story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Mm-hmm. Great. 
free stuff. Um, we've got uh, a dream match for me: Io Shirai versus Raquel Gondal- Gonzalez for the NXT Gondalez. for the NXT Women's Championship. Raquel Gondola. In a year, Raquel's really just raised her stock. Yeah, so high. Yeah, oh, yeah. we saw her like redebut. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh I yeah, keep forgetting she that she had the cowbell Dakota, thing. and I for- didn't remember who she was. In Portland, yeah. Right. I forgot what her other name was, which was her shoot name. But yeah, uh, I, I, just, I just remember the cowboy, the 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 cowboy garb. Yeah, the, I think the, the cowbell. I, I, I think there was the like three people that knew who she who she was, and I think Zach and I were. <laughs> yeah, I would like me. It was, it wasn't you, me. me, and what you, you, me, and Walter. Yeah. <laughs> And the whole building, it was like, who the fuck's that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, this match is going to be tight. Do you think she takes it now? Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well. Yeah. I, I hope. I kind of hope. Raina Gonzalez was her previous name. Yeah, Raina yeah, Gonzalez. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm hyped. She's got a, yeah, she's cool. got a new cute dog. She's cool. Um, Hell yeah! Remember, remember her her denim chaps. Yep. Yes. Yeah, the cowboy guard. Remember the de- yes, I remember <laughs> the denim chaps. Made me very uncomfortable. <laughs> Didn't care for it. Um. All right, night two. We got Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart versus The Way, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. Um, I'm so excited for it. Yeah. Also, like, I wonder if either Candice is hurt or they're just really trying to get Indy a lot of ring time because, like, in the tag match yeah. on Wednesday. Like Candice went in there for the finish, and that's it. Damn. Yeah. yeah also, true. cool yeah, seeing Priscilla Kelly on uh, Gigi Dolan. Yeah, on TV. Huh? Um, she, I can tell, I her and her her partner, who I don't remember her name, but it was her like debut on NXT. Yeah. Zeta Ramirez. Um, um, I can. They both have that thing of, oh, you need to work in a twenty foot ring a bunch, huh? Right. Like, you are going to be really good, pro- I'm sure, but. Wow, you need to get into that twenty foot ring. You look a little lost. Yeah, um, and and them being in there with Indy so much made it a little like even more obvious mm-hmm. that was going on. Um, I yeah, I was very much like going like, "Ooh, this is a sloppy match," and I wonder if Candice. Is, there's a reason why Candice isn't like in here that much. Yeah, it, I, I, and she didn't even do like she did the the wicked stepsister finish. So she didn't do. Like any of her top rope stuff or anything, she like everything was so low impact. <laughs> like she didn't bump in this match. Yeah, no, no bumping, no bumping allowed. Um, we've got Jordan Devlin, the NXT Cruiserweight Champion, versus Santos X Escobar, the interim NXT Cruiserweight Champion. <laughs> to see who who's, who's going to be the real champ. who's the real champ. I, I, I like this as far as I like uh, unification bouts. Yeah, I do like, too. And it's MMA just a good story. Stuff. And um, it's an, it's such an easy story, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, WrestleMania ten, yeah, and they're they're two they're two uh you know good cruiserweights, yeah. I mean, did anybody watch UK uh, a couple weeks ago? Trent Seven versus Jordan Devlin, mm-hmm. great uh-uh. match. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard watching Jordan Devlin mm-hmm. just with the accusations. It's true. Um, that were out against him. Um. He's denied, but also, I mean, we believe like we believe victims and survivors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it's just very tough to watch him. Mm-hmm. He's a good wrestler. I hope Santos and Skimo win. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I do too. Also, Santos is just really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Great jackets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the match he had oh, with yeah. Tyler Breeze was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tyler Breeze was yeah. very underrated. Yeah, um, 
We've you know, been, we have been saying that for like since we started the show. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, you know who Tyler Tyler Breeze is, and there's a few comparisons and obvious parallels here. He's Christian. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's, yeah. right. He's he is maybe the best worker in the company, but not in a flashy way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he is just the most solid fundamental wrestler. Like. Yeah, he he, is, he really he he's pretty seamless. Every everything he does is so good. And but Santa he does the unprettier. Just like <laughs> it's true. It's true. Christian's finishing. <laughs> but he uh yeah yeah uh, Escobar just has a fucking like uh you know just an aura about him. It's just like so entertaining. What's, he is he he is very much a leader. What's funny is that like with the release of Andrade, they they've always been looking for like the next like Latino star in WWE um, forever. They probably were fine with releasing Andrade because they're like, oh, we got Santos Escobar. <laughs> and like in Vince's eyes, like he speaks better English. Like he he cuts a hell of a promo too. Yeah, that's um, true. He's he's a better talker than Andrade. And so and he's 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 been a top guy on an American like made wrestling TV show already. Yeah. With, on Lucha Underground. Like under under a mask, but yeah, he was he was the top guy in that company for a long time. Totally. What was his like a couple? What was seasons. his name there? Um, was he Asombra? King Cuerno? No. Yeah, he was. King I Cuerno. know the names more than anyone who was actually on it. I need to just fucking yeah. bite the bullet and watch it. it. Sounds right up my alley. Watch it. I think you would also, like it. Some of it isn't as good. Yeah. In hindsight, yeah. For people who were involved. Oh yeah, I'm sure there's yeah. a lot of. I mean, I looked through my Joey Ryan's a cop. I looked through my phone the other day, and every uh, every picture I have with a wrestler is a bad person. <laughs> um, one I knew beforehand. That was Matt's mom's fault. Yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do? My mom calls out Teddy Hart in the crowded, you know, fucking mezzanine. Yeah, we're gonna shake hands and take a picture with him. <laughs> <laughs> um, Johnny Organo versus the winner of the Gauntlet Eliminator match. So probably Cameron Dexter Loomis, not Cameron Loomis. Cameron Loomis. <laughs> Cameron Loomis. Dexter Grimes. <laughs> it'll Dexter be, Grimes is a good name. It'll be uh, a match. I hope Johnny, Johnny wins. Johnny will try real hard. I hope Johnny wins. Mm-hmm. If I mean, Dexter gonna... Loomis becomes the fucking North American champion, I'll be maybe upset. with maybe with Austin Theory at his side. No, I think this might be where Austin turns on him. Uh, no, I was gonna say I'm, I'm thinking Austin might sit at Dexter's side with the title because like their whole like weird friendship that's he doesn't understand. They just, they'll just play like SNES together. Yeah, I'm very. I well, we all just. I mean, the the ideal circumstances for Dexter. Um, Austin and, and Indy to become a thruple. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Dexter Loomis did comment on one of Indy's things that said, nice elbow. Like, God damn it, it Dexter, like you her, fucking like, weirdo. An elbow. And, so, he... and then she like, then she like retweeted it and was like, <gasps> maybe this is where this finalizes and, and then the way is is just Candace and Johnny. And Johnny? No, I, they're gonna. I, I think it's gonna keep going on because of another match. Yeah, like I think the way is beating Shotzi and Ember. Tight. Um, mm. we got. I but oh. sorry, I I don't think we ever talked about this. Did any of y'all see the um during the the therapy session 
when um Johnny is talking about Dexter Loomis choking people out, Indy like, yeah. Smirked, oh yeah, and like she's in yeah. the background, no, she just was... she smiled as soon as he mentioned choking. Yeah, it was like real horny. Oh yeah, it was real. She's real, horny. real good at being like, cause like I look at her as a dummy, but she's and, not like, just a dummy. She's a horny dummy. Crazy. She's a horny dummy. <laughs> she's tight. And Austin that's theory the most, that's, the most is, that's the most dangerous kind. Austin theory is is too, but he doesn't understand. Yeah, it. yeah. He doesn't know how sex works. He he was well. He was me when I was like I don't know twenty two ish, <laughs> figuring out I was maybe not straight. <laughs> um, we got yeah, a uh, friendship match: Adam Cole versus Kylo O'Reilly. The fucking Megan. the fucking the prime target. Oof, was so fucking good. Mm. Yeah, that was better there, than anything a, on AEW. Like by <laughs> yeah, I I haven't watched it because I still I still have not you know migrated to Peacock. Mm. Oh, just um, I need to do that literally today. I got I I, get, I got the password for you, bud. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. Um, they I just haven't done. Yeah, it, but um, they um, they apparent there's apparently a longer version of the the Prime Target, like a Peacock. Cut. Yeah, oh, I didn't there. see it on there. I looked it up on YouTube, and there's like a f- six minute video. Um, and I watched that, but I didn't see one. I didn't see one on Peacock when I looked. But I don't um, know. The search function, from what I heard, is not, yeah, um, it's not easily great. navigable. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you think Kyle? You think Adam? Kyle, Adam. I, I think Kyle. Uh, I think it, Adam. It, it, I think oh, we think Adam. I think, I think Adam Cole too. Because Ooh, I'm gonna go with Kyle because though. Ky- Zach versus you guys. Because Kyle, his whole thing is that he's a changed person. He's a good guy. He won't do what it takes to beat Adam. I don't think. I think. Yeah, I, I think he still will. I think in ring he still will. But we'll we'll see. Like, and I also just don't think they're gonna. They would chump Kyle out that. That's much. true. Like, He's ba- lost do three the Bailey kendo stick. Yeah. Well, in like do the Bailey kendo stick shit with him where he won't do enough to beat yeah. out. Like he, I don't think that's the kind of good person he is. I think like, you know, like I don't think him saying like, I'm a good person means like he won't beat the shit out of Adam Cole in an unsanctioned and it's an unsanctioned match. So it like, it's not even being a bad person to do things that normally break the rules. Mm-hmm. Cause it's not breaking. The rules. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I uh, the reason I'm saying Adams, I think there's something else that's built in, like with another feud with possibly even Shawn Michaels. Like apparently, like yo, that yo, like, Shawn Michaels was recently talking about how like he hated that he came out of retirement for that match because of the stinker. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like you know what, if I'm gonna, if I already came out of retirement, I want to end on a good note and might as yeah. well go out with yourself. If there is, if and there is one, AJ sounds just like. What the frick, man? If <laughs> if there's Dolph Ziggler, Dolph Ziggler just hanging from a rope Christian somewhere, like come on for fucking Shawn Michaels. <laughs> if there is, <laughs> it's like this guy's insufferable about it. There are two people. Uh, I don't really like what you said about the gay community. <laughs> <laughs> there are two. They love me. <laughs> there are two old people I would love to see wrestle again, and that is Shawn Michaels, and that is also Bret Hart. I don't know how good Brett would be, but bad. <laughs> According to Brett, ten out of ten. <laughs> but you know, I could uh, probably uh, still work better than most of the people that you watch on Mondays and Wednesdays and Fridays because uh, they don't understand the psychology of wrestling. I could go in there and do about four moves, and 
have the match go for about 15 minutes and I'd actually hurt myself <laughs> and I could make you believe and make it real. Oh my and- god. Brett's comments about this leg slap ban <laughs> are so like Brett- the funniest. What do you say? What do you say? Thing. Um basically like he put him he managed to put himself over <laughs> saying that he never did it but then talked about how great Owen was that Owen start like kind of was like the one of the first guys really doing the leg slap thing but then it got overused um and then he's but then he also managed to criticize WWE saying that they should have done it 10 years ago but that it also doesn't bother him this is all by the way in like two paragraphs tight like I probably just said more trying to explain what he said than he actually than words he actually said but he managed to say all of that yeah but no yeah. um when you when you hit somebody in the jaw, like it doesn't sound like you're slapping a leg, and so you're just kind of forgetting about the psychology of working. And so, you know, I was really believable with my strikes, and people would always ask me, like, "Oh, like you do the real ones." And Owen actually came up with the leg slap when he did the insecurity to Shawn Michaels, and uh, the boy toy, you know, then like fell down the and boy like, toy, and so um, I you know I thought we were really good. They should have done this years ago because unlike me, they can't work and they're killing the business. Yes. Like, Thank you, Brett. Like, Brett, Sean was already slapping his leg at that point. Like, so, um, he, he got that from Owen and my brother. And um, actually, I, I taught Owen that back in Stampede. <laughs> oh, so, so you me never did it, but it. you taught you. But you. Yeah. But he told me not to do it, and he, you know, only for special occasions. And he's right because you understood psychology. He was a shooter, <laughs> and I understood psychology too. That's why you know I could go out there with anybody and still make a good match. That's literally from the mouth of the bread. Um, but yeah, I would love to see Shawn Michaels versus Adam Cole. Like, I don't care how like Adam or Cole Regal. Adam Cole could carry that match. And Adam Cole, like I think I think Sean still has it in him. I think he was the best one in that one match in Saudi Arabia by like I, leaps and bounds. I didn't watch it, but and Triple H had, had wrestled like much more recently. Oh yeah. The other match that I think that may build up, and glad you brought him up, it was Triple H versus Adam Cole. Because maybe if Sean doesn't actually want to come out of retirement, but like the, the tenth stare down, and then Cole hit Regal last week. Yeah. And then like maybe he then attacks Shawn Michaels if he loses or wins, whichever way, like attacks him for going too far. And then Triple H is like, all right, you're fucking hitting my best friend. You hit like the general manager. Like, I'm going to come and fucking take care of you because everybody knows that Triple H is. Daddy. Mr. NXT. Yeah. Yeah. And then the best way for Triple H to atone for shit he did for against like CM Punk and like Booker T is you finally put over the fucking guy. Put over the indie guy. You finally fucking put somebody over. Mm. That I mean that would It's be all about sick. the game. But like And my game is I I win until I decide I want to stop. Like give like give Adam Cole all of it. Give Adam Cole Shawn Michaels. Give him Regal if he can, and then give him Triple H. Damn, dude, are you talking about a new DX? And no, no, no. <laughs> oh shit, Roaster, are you talking go, about a go, Regal? Go to the hospital. Oh shit, go to the hospital and superkick Road Dog. <laughs> oh my god. Then I wonder why Road Dog believes doctors when they're talking about his heart, but now they talk about the fucking pandemic. Anyway, but then yeah. think about. Adam Cole beating Triple H and then showing up on the main roster being like, look who I just fucking beat. It's fucking over for you, dorks. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here, motherfuckers. Yeah. And so honestly, I, I I'm I don't know who I 
who's going to win this one. I, I think if Kyle... I can see either way. If Kyle doesn't win, that is three big matches in a row that he's lost. Yeah. It's just like... Then they need Cole to... Such a, like, he's just such a star. He is. Yeah, they... Um, God is for Kyle... Yeah, for Kyle, like, if he did lose this, but, and maybe even if he wins this, he needs to get into the North American scene and, like, start racking up wins, mm-hmm. like, yeah, and being, like, dominant in that scene, you know, like, show that, like, okay, maybe he jumped a little, you know, tried to jump a little too high, flew a little too close to the sun. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that, that's um, kind of what I see. But then, like, show him rack up wins, like, don't, like, be really good at that. You know that next down title level, and then reascend his way back up to the main. Because I, I, I will just say, I just thought of this now. Um, I mean, Kyle beating Adam, and then that causes Adam to snap, and then fucking fighting Shawn Michaels from there. Mm-hmm. That's what I. So mm-hmm. I think because because I yeah, with Kyle winning, you get the big vindication storyline, and that feels good. And then you have Adam Cole, who now has nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. He lost to his former best friend. Like he he. He threw it all away because he saw he his shot then at the very top. Desperate, and then and then he's got no, and now he's completely unhinged. Yeah. And now you got yeah, you got Shawn he's Michaels gonna, being like he's going to murder you're falling, Roderick Strong. You're about to you're about to lose your smile there, Adam. If you don't if you don't you don't stop. And he's, he's so like, good. I wouldn't be surprised now, especially since they announced the extension of NXT, the move to Tuesday. They're getting even more money if Triple H is like, all right, you like you're like you're who we are building this whole brand off of. And like they're not gonna move him up. Like he's like gonna be the NXT guy. Well, I mean, and, like, it's him and Gar. He's gonna be what Johnny wants to be. Well, Johnny is in my mind. It's Johnny and like I know Johnny's a fucking dork right now and he's doing great. But like Johnny I just was mean, the like, reason to-, to watch NXT for a long time. And now Adam Cole's the reason to watch it. There are multiple other reasons they book their women's yeah. division better than anyone else. Well, um, of course. But, but like the idea of like building a company around somebody, I don't know if that's a, a trigger they'd be willing to pull on Gargano. But I do think they would with with Adam Cole. He has I think Adam Cole all. has something that yeah, he has something that that Gargano just doesn't have. Yeah, but I don't I don't see Gargano going to a different like, also or SmackDown I can see or anything. Adam Cole's a guy you can see like going to the main roster and being fine. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Gargano, you could see getting lost real quick. Oh yeah, just like Ricochet did. Yeah, and like and Ricochet is more flashy than him. Yeah, uh, Gargano needs and the, taller. Gargano needs blood feuds. Like he needs like that. Yeah, Gargano as a babyface needs a chase. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're not done yet. Finn Balor versus Karrion Cross. Oh yeah, I I really like the build of this. Yeah, it's like yeah, he, I'm gonna like, take you into the waters it. and drown you. <laughs> yeah, like. Finn, literally in one promo, made it this uh, like interesting fight that's believable for him to win. Like saying like the whole like you get carried away with your emotions thing, and I'm a, like I'm basically like I've got ice in my veins. I'm an assassin. Stay cold. It's basically like, hmm? like yeah, he's, he's, you know, he was, saying he McFreeze. <laughs> ice dagger. <laughs> Yeah, that's what he was saying. He was like, uh, he's like, I know Cross. The Cross, spoken dagger. <laughs> Cross wants to dictate the pace of the match, and I'm happy to let him. You know, because once mm-hmm. once he gets once he swims out in that deep water and gets tired, mm-hmm. you float. And I then I love this week, like Carrion going back to basics, basically, like 
showing like I'm gonna grapple, I'm gonna do judo, like like taking the emotion out of it and showing like his fundamentals are yeah. that strong, like that makes it so compelling. Like, and I'm I'm very excited. Also, for this match, how fucking dramatic is Scarlet? Like just like her whole person. Oh my god, yeah. seriously, yeah, it's so good. Give her an Emmy. <laughs> Um, I'm excited for it. What's really funny is like I'm super excited for this, like for that match, and like even like the way that like with the builds and everything and the overlying um, theme of NXT this week. It's like there's two other matches that almost that feel almost a little bit bigger, and it's that at no fault to Finn or Karrion because I think this match feels huge. Mm-hmm. Just the gravity of everything they're putting together that's all culminating at once. Yeah, because like um. Fucking Cole and Kyle feels like a massive thing. That's they, sh- that's the main event in my mind. But they, right, that's like the secret built, main event. But I'm also biased. So fucking well, mm-hmm. and having like that whole like fucking fight between the uh, the whole uh, during the whole show mm-hmm. of like what the the opening match with Zoe Stark, which somebody fucking loves her. Yeah, but she's gotten fucking like yeah. the push. She's to the got a real quick. She's like, got already a big rocket. Them. Yeah, and so I, I sh- and deservedly so. If you like, awesome. I was watching that match, thinking like how green both of these wrestlers are, and how good this match is. Zoe's like, awesome. I really like her. She's so like she's solid. It's not just that she does flashy stuff, which she does. Like I, I was like watching for it because, especially in a match against Raquel, who is great, but occasionally a little green. Mm-hmm. You know, like occasionally her footwork lo- looks a little like lost. Mm-hmm. Um, neither of them did in this match at all. Like this was, I was expecting this to be a quick little, like quick little match. Like one of those ones where like the, you know, the challenger to the, you know, to the title fights someone who's up and coming and that up and coming person gets like one minute of offense Mm -hmm. in, Mm -hmm. but then it's a squash match. Otherwise, um, that's not what this was at all. Mm -mm. Like it was a competitive match that, um, like Raquel only won. Because, like, her finisher can come out of nowhere. That's what they, like, established with this. Like, she was losing, but then, like, was able to get that, like, one-armed yeah. powerbomb mm-hmm. off, like, out of nowhere and win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, they're building that feud to be, like, super like, super hot as well. And it's, like, having EO and her fighting throughout the show. Like, having multiple women's matches. <laughs> multiple women's segments. So, all this shit. It just, uh, it makes it feel super important. It makes like the the women's title feel important. The fucking men's titles feels important. Like as far as the go heavyweight, like the heavyweight, like the main world championship, and then like we have this other super important match that are like all like this fucking giant tier, and it's just so sick. And and none of them might be like might be the best match because the best match could either be that tag match or Kushida and Dunn, like or Champa easily. Walter, like ugh. or Champa Walter, <laughs> like we. We're gonna what a treat! Oh, we have legitimately treat. like six matches that could be like legitimately five star matches. Yeah, I'm so excited! God damn, dude, Takeover is gonna blow fucking <laughs> WrestleMania out of the water. Yeah. Um, Isai, I mean Matt asked an interesting question. Of course, I did. Um, or made me think of an interesting question. Okay, what? Is WWE like if they could win an Emmy, what would they be in? Like what, something technical what for category. Live production. Yeah, it'd yeah. be the same as like what live sports are under. Because 
outstanding, I guess, apparently Raw, SmackDown, and AEW were nominated for Outstanding Structured Reality Program. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. There you go. Structured yeah, reality. Totally pro- structured There's, reality programming is the worst way to say fake TV. <laughs> um. Oh, here's something that's not that, but happened on NXT on Wednesday. Uh, before we divert from that, is uh, Zia Lee against Team Ninja, and then fucking uh, I forget her name. Mia Ling. Mailing. Mailing. Yeah. Yeah. Mailing. Fucking shotgunning a fucking. Little vape vape cloud, fucking just fucking ripping fat cotton into fucking Cajun cross and making her little knocking her out, dude. That was funny. Uh, I was, but I was kind of like, it was great. I was happy with it, but I was kind of bummed because I I wanted to see, I wanted to see some in ring action. We'll get it, no, you get it, but there you you don't like. I I agree with like my initial thought was that I want to see it, but you you also don't. You wanted them to wait. Like, yeah, extend it out. That's, that's fine. I th- thing with wrestling, everything cool jumps the shark the moment you actually see it. Right. Yeah. Like consistently, like you want to hold off on actually doing the thing that everyone wants for as long as possible because you got to just adjust because it's always disappointing. Because once you like, get it, it's just like, oh, all right. Yeah. It's, you're al- right. it's almost never as good as you want it to be. It's like I that Dan made the debut. He was so hyped that, up. And- I mean, he was that was actually that that was a better thing. So that was that's the best thing ever. <laughs> Hype up a debut just to have him squashed by Samoa Joe. <laughs> that was so good. Um, he's still employed by that company. Is he? I, I last time I saw, he was still employed. Dan Matha. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Keep a job. All right. You want to? Does that stand and deliver? Yeah, that's stand and deliver, and I think they will deliver. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Fuck, I'm so stoked. I'm gonna be sitting though. Yeah, I don't want to stand the whole time. That's a lot of standing. I stand yeah. a lot actually watching actually, wrestling. So you do. I actually probably. I yeah. I legitimately probably will be standing for some of it at least because there's a good chance I'll be watching some of it at work. Oh hell yeah! Dude. A, a Wednesday, a Wednesday Thursday takeover mm-hmm. is. Yeah, not ideal for my schedule. No, certainly not. But but you know, I took time off to make sure I could watch it. Also, I literally do Mm. some PTS. Okay, I I I just did PTS. I can't really do it again. (laughs) But also, I have a lot of downtime on those days, so there's a good chance I'll be able to watch a good amount. Yeah, watching wrestling while you get paid is like chef's kiss. Mm. Yeah. Um. Um, let's talk about questions from Eva. That's what I Ow. wanted to do. Um, yeah. what is something you put the most effort and time into getting in terms of like tickets to something, a limited version of a shoe, a video game console, etc., etc.? Uh, tickets when I got PWG tickets and all in tickets and double or nothing. Uh, in 2011, I was unemployed, but I got a job specifically so I could make money to buy Skyrim. <laughs> nice. Um, I've done a lot. I entered a raffle to get the chance to buy a pair of Yeezys twice. Mm-hmm. Um, I... Um, when I got the PS5, I tried every time they released 
the time I got it, I just sat on my computer for an hour hitting refresh and one popped up and I, I snagged that baby up. Um, I've bought tickets like I, I have like gone on break at work, taken my own computer into some random building or into some random room and bought tickets to things um, Mm -hmm. for things that I knew were going to sell out. Yeah, I've done it a lot. I'm very I think I've done it for an eBay auction before. I think I w- I used to bid on eBay stuff when I was in college courses. Yeah. I'll take on projects um, similar to like what Zach like you know uh, I don't want to take your you know if there's an answer but like the the like the work that you're putting in on that base. Like I I remember yeah. putting in like a few months into like refurbing like a the drum kit that I use. It was like it was a fun project. So, but it, it was like that thing of like you put money into like getting wood stain and then like wood finish and then different hardware mm-hmm. and things. Mm-hmm. So like it it's like a it's a labor of love, but it takes fucking time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that. My I actually hadn't even thought of that, but that's probably my actual answer is that base I just finished. Like that was that almost sense. two months. Yeah, that was like and with because of the temperatures, it weren't warm enough for paint to dry very quickly. I could do one side of it with one coat per day. Yeah. And it was over here at my parents' house. So I was driving over here every day. Yeah. Totally. Um, I bought 40, do- a $40 can of, of paint spray paint <laughs> for it. Yeah. To get the, the, the very specific nitrocellulose paint that Bender uses on their instruments. So that'd be up to, up to par. Hell yeah. Um, and just a lot of time and energy. Yeah. It was like two months of work. Um, totally. Another one bought, um, early bird tree fort tickets for ticket for Anya one year and actually managed to get one, which is like, they sell out in like two mm-hmm. minutes. So I was literally like, <clears throat> I was at like my computer at work with it open and I brought my laptop in. I had it open on all three plus my phone, yeah. th- like all two monitors, my, my laptop and my phone. And I got it on. one. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's how I got PWG tickets. Like back when they would sell out in seconds. Yeah. Um, what is the best peanut butter brand? Peter Pan. Oh, dude, I do like Peter Pan peanut butter. I just bought some yesterday. Yeah, that's um, my answer. Is Peter Pan. I I mean I'm a Skippy fan. I grew up Skippy yeah. extra chunky. I grew up in a GIF household. Um, but it's pronounced GIF. No, certainly that one certainly is not. with a J. I know. I'm oh, just so, kidding. Actually, oh, oh, I pronounced so Jeff too. It's Hiff. I pronounced. I pronounced Jeff. Yeah, it's 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 Hiff. Hiff. Um, Hiff. I guess that like that's the comforting one to me. Um, as crunchy as you can make it, just give me a fucking jar of peanuts if you want. Um, With some oil in it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Can we can we discuss that? What do you guys think of organic peanut butter? I always think it's ass. I eat it because it's better for you, but it's better for you. I don't. I mean, I just stay away from peanut butter. Most of the time, I, I, I was like, working I'm at. A big, I'm a big peanut butter fan. I um, love I'm it, but but, but my whole family was a peanut butter family, mm-hmm. and so because we were a, because that was the case, we would always just like uh, it wasn't signature select back then, but whatever, just like Winco or Albertsons brand peanut butter, you just get the big Western fat family, jar. yeah. But I will say this: when I was a child, mm-hmm. I was all about the cream. Yeah. I can't, I can't do creamy peanut butter anymore. Kind of hurts my mouth. I gotta have a nice crunchy peanut. I'm, butter. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a cream boy. Yeah, I used to, lo- I used to be nothing but cream. Well, yeah, when you, and when you find that, when you first find that out, <laughs> creaming left and right. <laughs> but cream, cream team. That was 
cream when I entered my mother's womb. Cream team, he says. That's what I call every living human being. It's like, what up? Welcome to the cream team. Because we made it. We all You're made it. 13 years old and home from school. Nobody's there. Entering the fucking cream team. I'm really glad when in the moment I recognized the episode's title. <laughs> when um, Toxic by uh, Britney Spears is on MTV, Cream's, Cream Team. <laughs> um, what are your so thoughts? Look at Oster's world. <laughs> Welcome to Oster's layer. <laughs> I, I doubt. I think it was many, many, many a teenage boys. Later. Yeah, I know a lot of people who had their sexual awakening with that music video specifically. <laughs> they're they're I, all around my it. age. I don't know that it was an awakening, but it was a um, it was at least a further yeah, yeah, an yeah. affirmation. Yeah, and, and for me, almost all of those were also. But I also want to be them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get that. What are your thoughts on Monkey versus Lizard now that it's out? Uh, we talked about monkey. that before we started recording. So Team Monkey. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it thoroughly, but I love big, dumb movies. What I wanted was big monsters fighting. I cried. Um, um, Godzilla it, makes me cry. Also, what? Yes. No, I'm sorry. Please continue. No, that's that's really well, it. Yeah. What? Well, let's cut What's that a, there. Y'all had a, non- a yeah. Y'all had a, a real conversation before, so yeah. Well, listen back to that. Well, it wasn't recording. Everybody. <laughs> I don't think we were. Yeah, I don't think we were. <laughs> the Zoom was recording. If we want to throw it on there, okay, um, okay. throw it in at the end. Um, if I, depending on, I'll listen to it and see if it's worth putting in. I'll give my one sentence mm-hmm. thing. I, I tweeted a lot of my thoughts, so you can go look at those too. But it is. The best King Kong movie ever, and an okay Godzilla movie. That's a, that's a. I don't. Jack Black wasn't in it though, so how could it be unpopular. the best? Yeah, there's no Adrian Brody. Um, <laughs> what's the what's the, what do you call like a non like a non sexual like fetish like something that you're like um like a, drawn? <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, no. Of something that's like a like you're you're compelled. Towards something, I'll give what, you what I'm what talking about. What happens when, like, you know, you're like super into something, but it doesn't make you horny? Exactly, I actually, like, and I actually believe that fetish, in its original meaning, doesn't necessarily mean sexual either. So, okay, it, so you can I also have, you can just say it's a fetish. All right, yeah, I'm just gonna use that because it's fun. I have, a, I think, I have a fetish, guys, of like, you got a uh, of like, bi- like things that are like un, like unimaginably huger. Bigger than the like things you see when you see something that's me bulk larger than life. I like that shit, dude. You see something that like fucking dwarfs a skyscraper. It's just like cool. That's why I like Pacific Rim so much. I just like things that are big, yeah. dude. I follow Rimming. this Instagram page called uh, Gigantic Creatures. If you're if you, it's a great follow. Yeah, well, um, because it's just like art of things that are just wildly huge. I haven't seen Attack on Titan, but I think that would be right up my see, alley. I mean, oh, big naked. Man. I have that for a lot of things. Like, um, I mean, my Fast and the Furious obsession is just an obsession with big, dumb fun. Like, yeah, um, PDF. But yeah, I I have literally seen every Godzilla movie, so you, I I'll, I think there's probably something going on there. 
Yeah. yeah, just something something that's big. I think just maybe feeling small. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what I, I don't know. I'll work that out on my own. Yeah, time, I've I've always liked. <laughs> I, think, yep. I think we're speaking of an awakening. I think we're getting an awakening <laughs> right now. You know what? I, I think, think maybe I, I should. I think maybe I should stop realizing things in real time out loud. Yeah, yeah. I I just like to feel real small <laughs> and also like maybe I want to be swallowed. I right. Yeah. Cream team. Yeah. Cream team. All right. <laughs> That's all the questions. Bryson didn't give us the play-by-play like he said he would. The fucking wow, dork. Bryson, fuck you. We tried to rely on you for an entire segment, and you just fuck up. Yeah, eat a fucking fuck, you fuck. Also, congrats on being you, dog. It's it's chill, but fuck you. Yeah, I like you. <laughs> fuck you. Welcome to the cream team. Congrats on being a fuck. <laughs> um. Well, that's it. We're done. I've been really into calling people fucks lately, and I don't know why. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's just a, it's one that. It's your fetish this Oh, also, my favorite favorite part of Godzilla vs. Kong was the sign language of the word coward, which is my favorite thing to call people. Just fucking Mm -hmm. coward. I'm glad that's fallen off the internet, like, as much, so it makes me happy. Yeah. I just got so tired of seeing it. Yeah. It got used... It, it's you know it can come back at some point. It ran its course. Mm-hmm. Ran its course. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah. Anything else That's you want to show. say? Thank you for listening. Happy Rusev Day. Um, Make yourself small if you can. <laughs> hey, sometimes you just want to be made small. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta be small, dude. Especially, hey Matt, Especially when you're just such a big hunk. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, dude. <laughs> um, and WrestleBoy316 says this podcast is filling your head with garbage. <laughs> is it though? Oh, okay, Zach. Um, Isai, are you gonna watch Godzilla? Do you give a fuck? No. Okay. Maybe so badass, dude. So, so, what? What's your theory? Is Roman Mecha Godzilla? Oh yeah, Roman talking about Roman is absolutely Mecha Godzilla. Um, we have the two old timers that everyone thought was, you know, thought were done in Godzilla and Kong. Mm-hmm. That's you know Edge and and Debry. Debry is obviously King Kong. Yeah, because because he, he's he, small he makes me and cr- sucks. He makes me hey. cry a little more. <laughs> hey, oh, I know. Yeah, it's kind of. Like- I, I got very emotional throughout that whole movie. It was I kind of too, dude. I wanted to be objective in the movie, but the movie didn't let you be objective. I was yeah, dude. I was Team Kong. I was Team Kong. I was not ashamed. It's, Katie thought it was stupid. I know you guys think it's stupid. I don't. It is it. stupid. Um, like my it's the best King Kong movie ever, which is saying a lot since it's only an okay Godzilla movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so stupid. It's a stupid thing to say. I don't like. I mean, I guess I do like the representation of podcasters. Um, <laughs> I saw so many people hate that entire fucking plot line of the movie. It, I, it really didn't lead anywhere or no, the movie at all. It's, no, it, it actually led to the movie being worse. But, but I will watch Bryson Tyree Henry do whatever, and I I love him to the death. We, so we had to get introduced to Mecha Godzilla at some and, point. That and my so boy, good. and my little boy from Hunt for the Wilder People. That, mo- that kid's I, so funny. I. So I really like that movie, except the end, like the the final battle. I thought was absolute dog shit, <laughs> except yeah, for yeah. the WrestleMania co- comparison I can draw. Yeah. Um, it, like the other, the last two movies, and like the last two Godzilla movies, I walked out of going like, no matter how bad parts of them were, 
at least mm-hmm. the like the climax was amazing. Yeah. Uh yeah, we well. We... And this one was the opposite. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I I enjoyed that Godzilla won their actual fight. Mm. Um I love Kinda. I love um validating Hollow Earth. Um, <laughs> I did sort of enjoy that it's just like we're gonna have a movie that's fun about the Hollow Earth. Also, also <laughs> if Hollow Earth is King Kong's home and Godzilla's home, how the fuck did he get to Skull Island? Because there's an there well, they did in Skull Island like vaguely. I watched that like last week, so oh, okay. Fresh. Oh. Um, it's that it's a entryway. It like like there's an Antarctica. There's that like oh that's oh, right. Okay. That's right. There's okay. one that that is one that goes directly into Skull Island. That's why Skull gotcha. Island is all has all the weird animals on it too. Okay, his cool hammer sword. I love his cool hammer sword. Me too. Me too. Godzilla scales. They have to work together to fight. That's the whole movie. I was like, this whole thing would just be better if they worked together. And then I was like, yeah. Oh, so I, it's like the Fast and Furious, like with yeah. Vin Diesel and Paul Walker. Yeah. Um, I knew Mecha Godzilla was going to be in it a long time ago. I, so. I was yeah, surprised. And I, I was so excited. I, I wish I, I wish I, I would have been surprised, but also I hated, I hated this Mecha Godzilla a it lot. Looked, so it looked dumb. It did look dumb. And and it looked like they were trying to like fan service, like with the whole like rocket punch thing. Mm-hmm. Like that's what he did in the old one, right? Yeah, I see. Like, I I was I like that, it. but it looks so dumb. Yeah, yeah. It looked like that RoboCop reboot, like how they made it's exactly the same how they made RoboCop look stupid by making giving him like stealth armor. Yeah, I do. I did like that a guy was piloting it, so it's like a fucking me- Megazord. Dude, yeah, yeah. Like, or, and he was. Oh my god, he was in the skull. I thought that's cool, dude. That was my. Favorite I like that. I see. I liked that. I liked most. I liked pretty much all the parts of this movie except Mechagodzilla. I just thought that. I understand why it is a uh, streamlined under two hours. Yeah. But I thought I could tell that there's half an hour of this movie cut out that it was two and a half hours. Like the other, like Snyder cut. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's a better movie um, for all the reasons. I don't like it as much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, with you, I could have used another 20 minutes. Yeah. I would have liked more. It's kind of like you, if you were going to, sh- show like wrestling to a broad audience that doesn't watch it you should make it like more appealable (laughs) yeah you should no but like you don't show them omega okada four like that's not like what you do (laughs) like you know like there might be some people that that would be the best way to do it but like not like the general audience and that's how i feel about this movie this is the general Mm -hmm. audience godzilla movie yeah like king kong movie but it is it's also so wrestling like mm-hmm. like they were legit wrestling in there for a while godzilla oh, yeah, there's a, a couple good snap godzilla does a full-on snapmare to king kong <laughs> awesome. hey, mare does the kick to the back who did you think was more dummy thick though oh this i heard godzilla kong's got a dunk kong's got a dunk but this godzilla is actually not as dummy thick as the 2014 godzilla that yeah, one. yeah. <laughs> this is weird yeah i was like man that yeah because godzilla's got a trunk for sure yeah you should like, start you should start complaining like the people did for lola bunny yeah well i missed it with dilla should have been thicker i'm just saying yeah. release the thicker, to be cut. thicker. <laughs> give me the thicker I, cut i was just thicker they're pikachuing him right now <laughs> i yeah. yeah i also really love the story with kong and the kid 
I did too. I, I, I really like that. That choked me up several fucking times. Well, like I, I and I love I was, like deaf and hard of hearing and like sign language representation. On yeah, TV. like oh, my, yeah. my mom is a like her career was a class like an elementary deaf and hard of hearing te- like teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like they did I, play like, growing the, up with that. I did. I thought that was cool too. Have you watched Sound of Metal yet? I haven't. I, I want to. <laughs> oh, it's it's fin- it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I um, I will say in that 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 character though there was they were definitely playing into that like native magic <laughs> of just mm-hmm. like she can see beyond because she can't hear. Yeah, mm. but uh, I give yeah. that I I give it a little bit of a a pass because that's also a Godzilla movie thing. Like that's yeah. a kaiju yeah. movie thing. Totally, so. that's a good point. I was also a little high when I watched it, and kind by high I mean I smoked it. more weed than I've I normally do. Um, there were, I think, three parts where I legitimately thought King Kong was dead, even though I knew he wasn't gonna die. <laughs> oh my god, like when they had the fucking re- I, I so won't say too emotional. much, dude. When, but when they restarted his heart with that fucking heave, that was tight. That <laughs> was, was like, that was like badass, dude. Yeah, okay, we can start talking about wrestling now. <laughs>